0: So, so yeah. Danny was nice enough to make me a cup of joe this morning. We uh, we went out last night, and I got at Meadows a little hungover this morning. It was. Had had some spins going
1: on, but... It was a good night, though. It was. It was really fun. Night. I love going to Brady Street because I've just been to Water Street so many times. Yeah. Um, I don't know if too many people that listen to it are from, like, the Milwaukee area. But, yeah. Um, and, like, I, I want to go to Madison Bars, too, because I haven't been there. We were planning to go the last time I was there. But then, you know, stuff kind of just went sideways, you yeah, know. You're, you're not, yeah, now we're 21. Yeah. It, it just cause, complicates cause things. Because J-Lo and Gentry, J-Lo's been on, um, and J-Lo's girlfriend, they're underage, and they don't want to run the risk of, you know, getting stuff taken and stuff, so... Yeah. So, yeah, I really want to go to Madison Bars, because that looks like a good time.
0: Yeah, um, no, it is. I. But I had a lot of fun last night. That was like... We Something about go. it, man.
1: Milwaukee's just so much fun, right? And we didn't even, like, go to that many. Like, we went to two places. I know, but, and like... that's why... But even the a, first
0: place, I was like, like, this place had well, we really such good, a good IPAs. Team. Like, I had an IPA, and I was like, it's is solid, you know? It was, like, Overlook Brady Street, like, just had I a little think that's balcony. like, really... Yeah, yeah. None
1: of the bars in Madison have that, so... That was cool. Yeah, it's cool to have, like, a... It, like, reminds me of, like, I don't know, like new orleans yeah kind of, like where I it's like those streets where there's like uh, like there's things on the bottom there's things on top like it's overlooking like it's just lively like i love that and that's like what water street kind of miss. i mean it's still lively there but it's like you're just going to brothers or red rock and it's like and i love those places but it's nice to go be able to go to like different like i've never been i've, I've been to joe cats but i hadn't been to worst bar before yeah and it was cool we didn't stay very long when i got there which kind of sucked but we were planning on going to a lot, but then we were having such a good time at Jocast. Yeah, we were like, going to leave that originally, yeah. right? Yeah. I think some people did, but we were just having such a good time. We were like, I mean, and it wasn't like that expensive either. No.
0: Yeah. No, I, this is going to be a hot take. And I don't know if you agree with this, but I would honestly say I like, I like Brady Street more than State Street and i've never really been to state street
1: like for because yeah.
0: i don't know brady street has like the cars in the middle too like state street like doesn't allow vehicles. oh yeah just the aesthetic in general yeah and just like all these balcony bars the like i was like this is cool yeah yeah, but, yeah like you said it kind of gave off like a new orleans type yeah type vibe and it's... i just really like that state street doesn't do that for me and it's kind of overhyped i think like yeah. i mean it's cool but i mean i'll have to go there aren't a lot of cool stores anymore. I feel like there used to be a lot of cool stores, and yeah. now it's just turning into, like, either bars or these just weird stores that, like, I have no business being in. Like, um... Just, like, really like niche hipsters things. Yeah, I don't even... I can't... I, there's a lot of different stuff, but I, I, I don't know. I've never had a lot of...
1: Yeah. But a like, ton of fun on this date, I guess. Like, um... Riley and Andrew. Andrew's been on. Riley is one of our other friends down in Milwaukee. He... Um, they, they, like, went to, like, every bar in Brady a couple weeks ago, because that's when, that's when there was, like, the shooting after Deer District, and then there was, like, 17 people shot on Water Street, like, where my friends were, and I was supposed to go out that night, too, and I didn't end up doing it, because I knew it was going to be packed after the Bucks game and stuff, so they shut down Water Street, kicked everybody out of the bars after all the shootings, and so... Riley and Andrew they said well we still want to keep drinking so they walked to Brady it's like a mile away Um, and so they walked to Brady and they hit and They were going to all these bars and telling me about them, and that's kind of what I wanted to do last night was hit, like, a bunch of different bars I've never been to, get one drink there. Yeah, that would have been fun. But but it didn't matter because we ended ended up working out. We still had a really fun (laughs) night. The thing is, you can do that whenever because they're not going anywhere, and you can start at a different bar the next time, and who knows if it happens the same way where you're just, you know, enjoying one place enough. You don't leave, and... I mean, I went to the garage on Thursday, and that was... Or maybe that was Friday, and I had a good time. I was annihilated. Yeah, by, you know, I'd, I lost my card. I didn't want to show my face there. Definitely yesterday, because I was like such an embarrassment. That's <laughs> that's how it goes. Yeah, yeah, everybody has those nights.
0: Yeah, nope. it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> So you're yeah you just graduated right? Yep. I literally yeah I got home last night at your place. We we're going to bed and then, or it was it was maybe before we went out to the bars and then like Danny just shows me his diploma. I didn't I didn't even know you were graduated. Like, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I don't I
1: don't really like to you know flaunt that like the people, yeah the people I mean, around me knew um, yeah. Like, well, you know, I didn't like, <laughs> like J Lo knew and stuff, and that's just because we're you know me and J Lo are able we were always talking and stuff. So. You're in the same city, yeah. yeah, and we're always hanging out, so um, you know it's easy for us to have those things. But like you know, like this, it's nice to catch up and stuff. So yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, graduated last Sunday with what was your degree in Poli Sci? Uh, uh, criminal justice. Criminal justice. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Graduated with honors. If I'm gonna flaunt, I might as well flaunt. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I was, you know, I was very. I mean, say what you will about Oshkosh West, but the the cap program and AP classes and stuff they set you up pretty good. They do a really good program there. Yeah. As I'm starting to like realize, look at some of these other kids who like, yeah
0: kind of get lost in the sauce and like
1: yeah. And, like, it just, it just allowed me to get so ahead, and, like, it, yeah. it really hit me by surprise when my advisor told me that I was going to graduate a year early. I was just, like... Like, a
0: full... Like, you hear of, like, a semester. Yeah. And that's, pretty often. Yeah. But, like, a full year, like, that's, that's but, a big deal you right know Yeah, like,
1: and so... But it, it's literally only because of... Oh, yeah. Because I, of, I had all those My classes. advisor told me I could have graduated in three, too. Yeah, but you would have been just booked with stuff like yeah know. i mean the stem
0: courses yeah yeah uh, especially
1: it, like and um,
0: they're really finesse with the stem it's yeah. just like they 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 give you these huge classes like really like a lot of content they cover and then they make it like such a small amount of credit mm-hmm. like it it probably should be like a five credit course but they make it like a three credit yeah so then you can take more but then like in in reality most of these classes are like five credit classes mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, like it's just dude, a, before, you know it, you're just, like, swamped with yeah,
1: work, you know. Yeah, the workload like, is definitely yeah. more than they give it credit, you know. But no I'm not, pun, like, no pun intended, but yeah,
0: I'm not crapping on other, like, non-STEM majors, because, I mean, college is college. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. you're going to have a lot of work, like.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, I took 17 it's credits. It's just a different type of learning, I, I mean, I took like, 17 credits before yeah, my I mean, first two semesters, yeah. and, it was difficult, That's but, but terrible, like the yeah. stuff I was taking was not. It was all gen ed stuff, and it was just like basic English courses, and I didn't have to take any history. Uh, everybody I knew had to take like history one hundred and fifty one and one hundred and fifty two here. I didn't have to do that because of AP US. Yeah, you and, got the, um, you got the pass. Um, AP. That's US. sweet. I didn't know it.
0: That's really cool. What so, is that? Was
1: that A- history
0: one hundred and fifty one? Is that like it was American? I, history? It was just American history, yeah. and
1: I think it was basically just AP where it was like. One fifty one was American history, like one, and then, like first semester. Yeah, yeah, it was like up until World War Two, World, World, World War Two, and then one fifty two was just after World War Two, and it's like I didn't have to do any of that, so I was able to just get into whatever. I mean, I was starting to take electives already my second semester, and I had to take one English class because I took um, Cap English, which I did not do very well in, but um, so. Yeah, I mean, I that just, worked out for it. I you, just yeah. got really far ahead, and, and you know, it it sucks sometimes. You know, nobody else is really going through like the graduation and like having to basically be being yeah. Adult, I talked about what this was
0: reading last yeah. episode, just like the whole college experience. I like really had to think about if I wanted to graduate early. And yeah. The 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 like seller for me was this like I was like planning to go to grad school and like. It's not, it doesn't look very good if you, like, come out in three and then, you know, you don't have a ton of experience when you're applying to grad school. Oh, okay, so I, see. I just figured I'd just, like, gain another year of experience by just yeah. going in four. I mean. Yeah. And also, like, the, the thing, like, this is a small thing that I brought up with Reed, but just, like, I think it's kind of cool that you could like, you can graduate with your friends, you know, like, before you all, like, get it get in a, yeah. into the big world. And I think that's what you're kind of, like, talking yeah, about. It,
1: it, you know, it's... You know, we're going out to the bars last night and stuff, and I'm hanging out with all these people, and it's like in in six months, like I'm not going to be able to do any Yeah, probably even sooner than that. It's and they're going to have their whole summer and all of next year in school, and um, you know, it's it's good for me to get out, and it's like yeah, looking, and you it, save a ton of money. In, yeah. in ten years, I'm I'm going to look back. And yeah, it's like, going to be I a I don't care, yeah. Right? Like, yeah, but right now, it's it's a little bit more kind of a. Yeah, I mean, it sucks. Like it's it's just, bittersweet. Yeah, for sure, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly the way to put it. And um, yeah, I mean, but it, it's also just stressful with actually having to like apply for jobs and stuff like that. And right now, I'm waiting on an email from Milwaukee PD about. Um, oh yeah, you
0: said they're taking a while. Right? <laughs> yeah,
1: they it, all the processes take forever. Yeah, it's just they're doing background checks and stuff, which is understand. Obviously, I mean. You need to be vetted and whatever, but you know, for somebody like me, where it's like Milwaukee, I know that they're going to take me because they just need people to work. Yeah, um, it's like okay, we could speed this up a little bit, but probably shouldn't get too uh, too into criticizing a potential future employer. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is something that they might find, you know, yeah. if the, if they're good at their job. But um. yeah, so
0: what is your what is your track look like? I guess are you still on that like? I think for a while you were telling me you wanted to be, like, an investigator. Is
1: that... So, yeah, I I, I want to be a police officer. Um, you know, I definitely thought about being, like, a detective or yeah, doing like something in yeah. federal law enforcement. When I first um, came into college my freshman year, like, the FBI, like, CIA, stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, that's, that sounds super that's what, cool. That's what yeah. everybody wants to do. Oh, is and that And for me, I kind of d- got away from that. I was like, I don't... Federal law enforcement is... It's tough because you have to move potentially to wherever. Yeah, um, wherever they need you. And, and you know you have a mandatory move, and they're like, "You're hired. Here's where you're going. You have to tell us in three days if you're going, if you want to take the job." And if you're really ready for it, and you're single, and you don't, you're okay with the move. It's great, and the work, yeah, is, and the work so is great, and you probably I, get paid a good amount too. Yeah, and it's it's. The, the, it's, that's why it's every, what everybody wants to do is because the work is just so great but you know after taking some classes on specific agencies in the federal criminal justice system it's, it just didn't seem like it goes for me like the FBI does a lot more like counterterrorism white collar stuff um Oh, like looking at businesses, like maybe yep. doing fraud and stuff yep. like that. But, you know, ATF does a lot of, ATF's ATF's 100% guns. Like it's alcohol, tobacco, firearms, but it's 99% firearms. Cause yeah. Alcohol, it, you know, the ATF is interesting because it's, they deal with both legal and illegal substances. Or not substances, but things. Because yeah. alcohol and tobacco, they're legal, but they have to, you know, regulate it. Um, and I think if I was to work in the federal system, I would be working for the ATF because they do a lot of really, really cool stuff with guns. Yeah. Um, at least like, like investigating like arms trafficking, like gangs, like they have like a gang squad in Milwaukee that are investigating gang shootings and stuff like that.
0: Whoa. Yeah, that is cool. And
1: so that's like the type of work I want to do is like that investigative, but Um, The FBI, like, you're sitting behind a desk for 70%. Probably just researching, looking at files, yeah. yeah. And that's just something that, yeah, I mean, you see what's on TV, and that's just not what it really is, you know? Like, they see the FBI, you know, the FBI vests, and they see them kicking down doors. That's not actually happening. Like, (laughs) and so, but the other thing is that for, I want to just be in local law enforcement, I think. I think I want to... One you know, I, I don't know if I want to leave Wisconsin, necessarily just because my family's here, um and I love the state. I love the people that I've met here, yeah, um and so you know, federal, if I was able to say, "Hey, I want to work in Milwaukee, but it just doesn't work like that, yeah um, um. so yeah, it seems like you've kind of found your little niche yep. then
0: in Wisconsin or yeah. somewhere around Midwest, yeah. maybe local, yeah. Okay, I guess I didn't know that. So, do you still? Are you still thinking investigator, or you just want to be?
1: Um, I mean, you're gonna have to start off on the on the road for a couple of years before you can still before you can start applying to those like. Right, because I, I know issues. I know.
0: Originally, you just wanted to be a police officer, like to start because yep. just to build, build up experience, that experience. Yeah, because yeah, you need that time. You know, I don't know what they call it in the field or.
1: Yeah, just you know like patrol. You yeah, know, yeah.
0: Um, so, yeah, I guess, are you still considering it, or do you think if you like it, you might just, like, stay a police officer? I mean, I'm
1: definitely keeping my options open, like, I... I don't know what it's like. I mean, I did my internship, so I kind of see what it's like. Yeah. But I don't really know what it's like to be a police officer. Like, I'm not going to know how to be a police officer till I've been working for three, five years, just because there's so much to learn about working with people. So there, I guess there is still an option that you might. Yeah, and I, there's still an option that I would go federal as well. I'm okay. not really shutting the door, but to start, I am. Why well, want to build? You know, I want to build a base in a community um, whether it's here if it's back up north you know around Appleton area if I wanted to work there it's like I want to stay in one place build a connection with a community um, and it it feels like you're kind of getting disconnected when you're federal because it's like you're working after the whole country like if you're working for the DEA most likely you're down by the border and stuff yeah I mean you're just so out of touch with yes yeah
0: yeah I mean you can't Like, a whole country is, like, intangible, you know, whereas a community you can, like, if you wanted to, you could, like, say hi to, like, some of the people that live there, you know, and and you could get to know them, Mm -hmm. yeah.
1: Exactly. I see what you're saying. That is is cool. I mean, it's all about the people for me. Like, I, you know, as much as I want to catch bad guys, it's, like, it's also about helping people and making a positive impact on people. Right, I understand that people don't like the police, but the thing is, is that their perceptions of law enforcement are made up of the individual interactions that they have with police officers. So even something as simple as, you know, a cop waving at you as, you know, you're mowing your lawn or whatever, or, you know, you get pulled over and if the cop is really nice or really rude, that's going to... You're going to take that into your next interaction. Yeah. And you're going to say, I don't like cops because this one time, this cop did this. You know what I'm saying?
0: They kind of get in a... It is, like, a tough predicament because, I don't, at least for me, I was always, like, raised that, I guess, I it was weird, like, I don't, I was always raised, like, I, I wasn't really raised that, like, oh, the cops are here to, like, protect us and, like, help us out. It was always, like, I got just the notion that, like, the cops, you know, they're bad and, they're like, to you you're going to get in trouble if, if you see a cop. So, I, like, whenever you see a cop, I mean, this is for everyone, Like, obviously, you don't want to get a ticket, but, like, the first reaction you see a cop, like, in your rearview mirror is, like, I mean, my, my, you know, your blood pressure goes through the roof, and it's, like, I don't, you really got, like, should it really be like that? It's just, like, I don't know, because, like, at the end of the day, like, there are problems with it. I do see the problems, but it's, like, I think most cops are, like, you know, they just, they do want to protect you and make sure you're safe, Mm -hmm. and, like. I mean, it does suck for like stuff like DUIs, like you get a DUI, but it's like, should you really have been doing that? Like that is like, you mm-hmm. are endangering yourself by doing it, mm-hmm. you know, like, so it's like just stuff like that. It's just, yeah. I mean, you kind of have it come to a certain extent, like with like a DUI for example.
1: Yeah. Or like, domestic violence as well. I mean, in, those are things that you can turn your life around to. It's not something, um, irredeemable. Um, it's obviously a, a mistake and. You know, I think with time, people realize that. Um, and I think so, some, of those, some of those things, like you said, when you when a cop gets behind you, you can't really help. Like, yeah, it still happens for me. I mean, I know if I get pulled over, like, I'm not going to, like, because I know what to do in order to, you know, make him at ease and just be like, hey, we're all good. Like, yeah, you know, be polite, you know, admit if you were speeding or whatever you were doing. Um uh, so I'm never worried if I were to get pulled over, but it, you're right. It's just like, oh, I was going too fast and now he's behind me. It's like, hey, I'm going to get pulled over and then they pull off and you're like, oh, I shouldn't, I shouldn't have even been worried. But, but yeah, some of those things you can't really help because it's just like a natural like, oh, I'm going to get, I'm, I'm, I'm boned. Like, yeah,
0: I guess what is your general take on like just going into this <laughs> this, like, police officer, like, job with, like, just what's been going on, like, the past few years, and, like, how the media really portrays, like, the police officers, Yeah, I
1: mean, I think there are problems with, like you said, there are problems, but there are also problems with the way in the media. I'm not saying that they're all, like, it's all bad. I mean, the stuff about in Texas, like, about how the cops didn't go into the school right away, and they were, like, building a perimeter. I didn't hear about any of that. What was... So, the shooting in uvalde texas yeah the gunman went in and he barricaded himself in a classroom with the kids and okay. so he wasn't going so like, i know he wasn't of, like yeah. going through the school like i think most people would think that they would yeah, be doing like they just go and find, religion, find yeah. everywhere like find anyone that they can he went into one classroom and just barricaded himself in there and the cops instead of going into the the first response and I don't know exactly everything about the the response but from what I gather the first like two cops went in and they got shot um, and they didn't die or anything the cops that got shot but um, but after that then they built a perimeter on the school and didn't send more people in and people are very upset that they didn't go in because they potentially could have saved some of these these kids that were in this classroom with them and there was a big thing about um, the, like these these kids were calling nine one one and begging for the police to come. And I don't know what the, I don't I didn't read any of the transcripts right. or anything like that. But you know it's kind of heartbreaking when and they they admit that they made a mistake and stuff. And so the, those are things that like the media like the, the media didn't do anything wrong in there by reporting that. Like, right. Um, you know the cops did make a mistake, um, but I think some of it is um, you know they're. The cops aren't out to get you, and they're not trying to violate your civil rights, and 95% of them are not, like, racist. Exactly. Not. That's the thing that I have a problem with about the media with the cops, is that a
0: lot of times, I think, yeah, people get this idea, because the media, I mean, it's catchy. Right? Like, people yeah. listen if, like, you see a bad cop that's, you know, there aren't racist cops. I mean, that is a thing. But, like, Derek they blow it up. Like, when a cop's doing his job, well, that. That's not as... No one wants to see yeah. that. I mean, that's... That's how it should be, yeah. right? That's... Nothing... Nothing's entertaining about that. Mm-hmm. But it's when... Oh, you get this racist cop. You put a... You know, you put him on a pedestal and you're like... He's a a, yeah, and then everyone wants to watch. And then... Yeah. I think people get this misconception where, like, all cops are bad. And, like, I've... You know... Being in Madison, you know, it just... It, I don't know. It, it, it seems to be, like, more more so than that in Oshkosh. But, like, man, like... I'll go to, like, some, like, club events, and it's, like, you bring up a cop, and it's, like, the, oh, I hate those people. all cops are bad. And I'm, like, I I don't know what to say. Like, I, you know, I got guys like you and, like, other people that want to, like, become a cop, and I'm just, like, dude, like, you
1: know, it's it's just, like, unfortunate, like. (laughs) It's all about those interactions I was talking, talking about, like, there are, like, millions and millions i couldn't even put a number of interactions between police officers and civilians in a year that's that's traffic stops that's you know hey there was something that happened out here what did you see yeah those are all interactions me and my
0: friend were even skating like a few nights ago he's he just like came by he's like you can't like skate on campus you know i mean that's just like another interaction that is an interaction
1: and he probably even wrote something i don't know if somebody called that in or if he just saw it yeah He probably had to write something in his computer. Like, really? He had to make a call because I know this from job They make a call in the thing and then they say, Officer observed, you know, to, you know, College, college-aged kids skating and he advised them that that was against the that they were not allowed to Whoa, do it, and they left. that's crazy and then that's all it is and so that they put that in there to pro- to show that they are having interactions with the public because that's oh, what because really? that, that's what it is is that like people people say like ticket quotas ticket quotas aren't legal in the state of wisconsin you can't go out and actively look for things to ticket for like but what a department can do is they can say, we want you to increase interactions with the public, which technically will lead to more tickets. Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, not more tickets, but more people being pulled over for av- anything. Right. Expired. I Cause, I mean, Cause that, cause that creates, yeah. that creates, it's kind of an literal, interaction. Yeah. Okay. That creates an interaction and you're able to be visible and be a deterrent in the community. Um, and, and, so that's what it is, is that it's interactions, and the, like you said, they don't get all of those interactions where the guy's just being like, hey, you're, you're technically not allowed to skate on here. Like, if you can just go back, I don't know exactly what he yeah, said. Yeah, and that is what happened when
0: he just left. And, it was and
1: that's, yeah. that's not reported, and I think that's what's kind of overlooked is that they see all the really, really bad things, and they attribute it to all police officers, and, and they are in a tough spot because they're under constant pressure to be right and to do something right it's do something but don't do it wrong otherwise you're going to be you know blasted and they're going to be calling for your head and for you to go to prison and stuff so it's like they're it's it's a tough job and i understand that people don't like cops but that's part of the reason i want to get into it is that you know if i can just have an interaction with somebody where their perceptions are even slightly changed about law enforcement, like... Maybe slightly more positive. Yeah, you know. that they can take that back. And when, so when somebody brings up cops and they say... And somebody says, oh, I hate them. They say, well, one time this guy was really, you know, polite and he really helped me out or whatever. Like, that's yeah. just what I want. Like, you know, obviously, like I said, I want to catch bad guys and stuff. But, you know, part of the... Most of the job is just being there for people. Um, they're not coming to the police. They're not having their best day. You know, they don't, you don't call the police and say, hey, I just want to let you know I'm having the best day of my life. It's, hey, my husband just beat the shit out of me, and, you know, I don't know what to do, and so, husband or wife, I'm not saying that domestic abusers are all male.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I think it is tough, though, because, like like you said, I mean, that is your job, you know, to keep everyone safe, and, like, I mean, this is kind of, like, an extreme thing that, like, would, like... Well, it seems to be happening more and more with the shootings, but, like, it doesn't happen, like, on a typical, like, officer day with, like, even this, like, shooting, for example, like, you know, they, you know, they, they, they waited outside, they didn't go in, but it's, like, I mean, you, you, you really gotta put yourself in these guys' shoes for a second, like, I know they've had, like, all this training and stuff, but, like, I mean, you got, you got a guy with a gun that, like, wants to kill people, like, no matter who you are, like, you're a human, and, like, your adrenaline's rushing, and, like, you're just on edge in general. And, you're like, to yeah. make, like, a decision like that is just very, you know, like... Well,
1: and some of that came from... People
0: do make mistakes. I mean, everyone's human. I mean, that's that's a hard thing to deal with. Like, you, your life is... You're putting your life at risk. You yeah, know? and it's I don't
1: think that all of, the cops, all of the cops in Texas necessarily were, like, oh, we're, we're, we're afraid about our safety. I think it was more of an administrative decision. Right, yeah, even
0: if it comes down to that, um, you know, it's just, like... And even from the administration, like, they're still on adrenaline too because they're like, this guy is trying to kill, yeah. like, our community. You yeah. know, it's like, so, I don't Whoever had to make that decision, you know, it's just... Yeah, it's... And it's, that's just an ex- one example, you know, a lot of this other stuff too, mm-hmm. like, you pull a guy over, you like, I don't know, anything could happen, you know, you never really know. And you gotta, you well, gotta... Then, the thing a is, lot of decisions are like, I feel like very like, you don't have a lot of time to think. Exactly. You, you just gotta... Split yeah, And like, and that's Sometimes the thing is that
1: stopped. people are always, in, when they're talking about it, they're like, well, why do, why do these cops always go, are so quick to go with their gun? And it's like, because it's, and I'm not saying that that's okay and that you should be thinking like, oh, I can be constantly shot right now. Like I could be shot right now. But when they're walking up to a car, you like that you pulled over, you don't know who this person is you know you can type in their plate and see who the registered owner is but it couldn't it could be some random it could be somebody who just stole the car just robbed somebody, robbed a bank or whatever and like and of course that's just an extreme like right yeah, it probably is it, it's a hypothetical but um you know you don't know who this person are you don't know what their intentions are what they believe about law enforcement what they've just possibly done like they could have they could have a body in their trunk and they think that the cop knows that but it's literally just like you, you, your expi- you, your registrations expire, like.
0: And just to start out, I mean, you already know that the guy's pissed because you pull him over. Yeah. I mean, so that that's already suck. Yeah. You know, the guy's already elevated because he's like, yeah. You know, I get pit, I get pulled over, like. Obviously, everyone's pissed about it. Yeah. You know? But. See, yeah. I mean, you never really know. Mm-hmm. But
1: I don't know. I, yeah. I, like, like we've acknowledged, there are problems with it. Um, but. And for the most part, like you're talking about in Madison, how about there people there. I every, I don't think I've had to tell somebody, like I don't think I've had to lie to somebody about what I want to do or what I'm studying. Whenever somebody at wherever, um, you know, if I'm just on campus or if I'm at a party, whenever somebody asks me what I'm studying or what I want to do, like I've been honest and everyone's like, that's awesome. That's cool. Which is, yeah. which I, I didn't know if I, I didn't know what to really expect. From Milwaukee, I guess I kind of was under the impression that bigger city, kind of like Madison, more liberal. Um, so I thought there was going to be some people that were like, "No, like, you, like get out of here, like, I, right. I, don't, I don't like cops, like, stuff like that." And people will give me shit for it, but it's all playful, like, yeah. even my own friends, like, just kind of joke. Yeah, it's they're just, they're just giving me shit because I want to be a narc. But
0: yeah, I that I don't know. It, it, it's interesting because it's hard to say if you come if you were to like go to madison i don't they, they don't have criminal justice in madison right? nope. but like would if you were to say like you wanted to be a cop in madison like i honestly wouldn't be surprised if you get some lash back yeah like it's it's very different
1: but it's also very very hard for somebody to just straight up tell you like i think i think that's the thing They will, maybe they wouldn't say it to your face and the thing but, is is that <clears throat> like like i've already said like i know people don't like the police and people are going to tell me to go fuck myself Plenty of times. Yeah. You just kinda yeah. have to be like you just have to be like, alright, have a great day. Yeah. Like, I mean what else can you say? Just don't let it get to you. you yeah. Know? I mean like if you care about what everybody thinks about you, you're never gonna be happy, right? Right. Like, yeah.
0: And I mean you know what who you are too. You know you're doing it for the right reasons. Yeah. you like you said, I mean you're not trying to like, you know yeah, it's ruin true. someone's day. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I mean, yeah, that's
1: part of the job, like you do have to drive the speed limit technically or within reason. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to get into what I would do because potential employers, but, um, yeah, you, you know who you are and you know why you do it and who you do it for. Um, And that, I feel like that's, that should be all that matters. Exactly. You just kind of have to take some of those things in stride. You know, there's a guy, there's a guy in Mequon, um, where I <clears throat> interned with the Mequon Police Department um, for a little while um, and I just did a bunch of ride-alongs and they would they just told me about it. and there's a guy who he works at the hospital or something like that and he'll walk to him from work and then he was he always like tried to like jump out at cop cars when they're driving <laughs> and so whenever we see him walking we're just over basically over in the next lane so that he'd have to like sprint across the road to get in you know like he's not actually trying to get hit, but he's just trying to mess with the cops. And yeah. One time, um, one of the cops was just like parked in a parking lot doing some paperwork or whatever, and like the, the guy like came up to the window and like just flipped her off for no reason, and she just goes, "Just waves at him." It's like that's like you just kind of have to be like, "Okay," like, yeah. <laughs> like strange, like
0: yeah, definitely.
1: So, but
0: like yeah, how was the uh, I've been wanting to ask you about that internship. Like, so it was, I guess, like, what did you do? What did you think of it? Obviously, you thought it was good. I would assume yeah. you're going into the field now. Yeah, I mean, so. it, was, it was a great
1: experience. Probably, <laughs> yeah. like, the most informative experience in my life. Like, you're just sitting there every day, seeing Well, not every day, but whenever you're there, you're sitting there, and you're just sitting along with a police officer and getting to pick his mind about whatever, like, just maybe what's going on in his mind at yeah. like a given time, yeah. you know? And I saw tons, tons of traffic stops. I got to see arrests. I got to see, I didn't get to see any drug busts. Mech one is pretty big about trying to like get drugs, but like they're big, like big traffickers. Like they just sit on the interstate and they try and get people that are bringing drugs up to like Sheboygan area because I 43. So you up. watched some of that too? I did watch it. We didn't get anything, but I watched that. That's like cool. I didn't know.
0: I didn't even know they did that. Um,
1: there's there's a Supreme Court case that like allows them to use the dog without needing a search warrant uh, Rodriguez versus U.S. Um, the oh yeah they do that I mean they even do that when yeah they just they the cop pulls you over for a legal reason your your tags are expired excuse me and he comes up and says hey how you doing I'm so and so with Mequon Police Department or whatever and um, reason I pulled you over is because your tags are expired. Can I just see your license? Whatever. He goes back to his car. The dog pulls up, and then the the officer. They can't have any interaction throughout the traffic stop because that would be delaying the tra. Like the case said that the officer cannot delay the traffic stop. To have I always the dog. remember. I looked it up. Like if you ask the op- if he's like waiting,
0: you can like ask the officer like like Am I being arrested? And then if he says no,
1: can you like technically leave? Is that so? you technically a traffic stop is a temporary seizure he's seizing your property and you and like your time right there and you're being detained but you're not being arrested um and so (laughs) don't get out of your car during a traffic stop one well yeah one you might get hit by another car and two the cops gonna think you're trying to ambush him or something yeah um but yeah if they said a reasonable amount of time for a traffic stop. They cannot delay, and that's like, so, that's so like it's so vague, like Supreme case Yeah, case law with the Supreme Court is so. Um, it's so like it's like okay, well, what's reasonable? What's reasonable to you? What's reasonable yeah. to me? And I think they defined it like forty-five minutes is like the for long, a traffic stop, which is oh, really long. How is that reasonable? But it's like yeah, all, I would say like twenty minutes. What like, I said. I saw traffic stops in Mequon that were, like, two minutes long. Like, they just said, they gave them their stuff. They said, all right, you're good to go. Like, just yeah. warning. Yeah, I didn't see too many people getting tickets or anything like that. Like, they, they read a lot of warnings there. And that's kind of how I, and I like that. I'm kind of very much a, hey, like, you don't really, you can make a mistake. You can speed. Um, and you can get warned for that. You can not get cited for it if, if you're going fast enough. And I think that you, you know, weren't just making a mistake. But, like, for stuff like your brake light being out, it's like, how are you supposed to know that? Yeah. Like, that's something that you should just be warned about. They have these things called 10-day correction notices, which are technically tickets. But if you can just prove to the police department that you had the issue fixed in 10 days, they'll take the ticket away. Which I like a lot. I mean, I
0: just think that's one small thing that a cop does. It's, like, really cool. Like, the brake light, for example. Like, I know Bobby, like, a couple weeks ago, like, got pulled over... And you know, it's 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 more just the officer letting him know that his lights. I mean, that's a bit, that's not like a huge deal, but like, what if his other one would have went out? Then then you have no brake yeah. lights. I mean, that that's that's dangerous, you know. So it's like, and, then, and, and who all and who else is? I just thought of this. Like, who else is going to tell you? That? Maybe your friend. Otherwise, there's no like, there's no way you're going to know. Like so, like
1: I think that that that's a very cool thing. <laughs> yeah. So it was you. really it was really cool for me to see kind of like people in the same mindset. Like, hey, I'm not really like like we've talked about. Hey, I'm not really trying to ruin your day by giving you a ticket about your brake light, or or your, you know, registration being expired. It's just like, hey, can you just get this fixed for me so I don't have to pull you over again? You know, technically, you're supposed to have it, you know, everything in order. And if it's not, we'll let you know. But the thing is that if you're, you know, a complete dick about it, and like, oh, it's fine. Like it's, you know, you're just pulling me over because of whatever other thing. It's like. No, I'm just trying to let you know that this and then it's like, okay, now you're just like kind of asking for a ticket. yeah, like, I still might let you off with a warning, but it's like, well, if you're just gonna be well, then you're getting an officer mad, and then yeah, it's just, yeah now whenever
0: when I whenever I have like interactions with cops, I'm always I always try to like be like at ease
1: as possible. yeah, very you know? just I mean, I just had a talk with one the other day when I had my window broken into and stuff, so it's like. I mean, I, obviously, I'm not going to be doing anything because I'm talking to him about something that happened to me like I was a victim. But, um, you know, it's just like, hey, just treat him with respect. And, right, yeah. And, like, I don't I'm, know.
0: I've found if you, are like... I mean, you don't have to, like, suck up to them, but just, like, talk to them like they're no, like just another person. Yeah. I find that, like... Like, I still haven't had, like, any citations in my life yet. You know? It's just, like, I, I have... And I have had, like plenty of encounters with cops and it's just like if you're reasonable with them they're going to be reasonable with you yeah. you know it's just most of the time they're not trying to ruin your day Especially, yeah that, that's kind of been my experience with them yeah. you know?
1: like I got pulled over I've only been pulled over once and that's when I was speeding and I knew I was going too fast and I knew he was behind me the whole well I didn't know at the time obviously that I was when he was behind me but I I actually sped past him and I wasn't even looking at him mm-hmm. on on the left I was a dumbass but I was going like 20 over and then as soon, as soon as I then he got behind me and I was like oh god damn it and so he pulled me over and I just <sighs> immediately I just owned up to it right away like what's the point in lying to him like I just did it like I was I was right he was right there like yeah I, I just don't get the point of like saying
0: oh I, I had no idea it's like it's yeah, very it's like, obvious like
1: you, you can you, tell if you're <laughs> like I can understand maybe not knowing what the speed limit is at the time or at the place. Yeah, yeah. But, like, you can reasonably tell, like, okay, I think I'm going too fast on this road, whatever road it might be, like, OG road. Like, you can tell. like yeah. You are going way too fast. <laughs> but it's like, you don't care. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, like, you, you know, it's like, I think it's, what, like, 30, 35 or something like yeah. that. Like we just go 60 on it. It's yeah. like, But the thing is, like, I could be going... 50 on that, just 15 over, and I would still be like, Yeah, this is too fast. Because it's just the road, you should be able to tell the. the,
0: I mean, it's a one lane road. Yeah, the conditions of the road. It's
1: so easy for something to go. I mean, there's a bunch of hills, too, It's
0: like, just, yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, I just owned up right away. I was like, Yeah, he's like, You know how fast you're going? I was like, Too fast. That's all (laughs) all I said. And he's like, All right. And then he had a a little interaction with my mom. (laughs) Because my mom thought that he was a. uh, He was like a scam caller or something like that because it came because i was on my like graduate gdl or whatever and so he had to call my mom to be like hey i just want to let you know i just pulled over your son but it came came from a blocked number but he kept calling her because he had he was required to get in contact with my parent yeah and she kept not answering and she finally picks up and she's like i don't want to take your stupid survey there's no such thing as the warranty on my car (laughs) leave me alone and hangs up and then he calls back and she picks up, she goes, What? He goes, Ma'am, this is the Winnebago County Sheriff's Office. <laughs> Please don't hang up. That's funny. And man. so I think he also kind of knew, like, after that, like, that he was like, Yeah, he's in for an earful when he gets home. Yeah. So I like, can hey, like, yeah, give him a right. ticket. But yeah, he's like, He came back. He's like, Finally got through to your mom. Um, she didn't think I was, she didn't actually think I was a cop. <laughs> but, you know, I told her that you were very polite and everything. And here's your warning. And hope you have a good night. So, it's like that—that's—that's—that's that's, that's a good interaction. Yeah. You know and those saying? are
0: those are very like that is a lot more common than people think. I yeah, think, you know like
1: like 19, I feel like that I would
0: I would even go as far to say that's probably a typical
1: interaction. You know. Yeah, really. I mean, 19 over is a lot. Like that, most likely you're going to get a ticket for going 19 yeah. over. Like I don't know, most places might not pull you over until you're even going 15 over In Milwaukee. They're not going to pull you over, so you're going <laughs> yeah. like 30, 35 yeah. over just because like. You have so much stuff to deal with yeah. here but yeah you know that, like that's a good interaction that's like dude you just saved me so much money and like such a headache like yeah i just my mom's gonna be pissed but like i got a warning like it happens right like that's growing up yeah that's making mistakes i was 16 like you speed you know you just got your license and stuff so one thing, yeah, one thing I did want to talk to you about,
0: I know we talked about this a while ago, but I kind of forgot, like, so let, let's just say, like, for whatever reason, like, a cop, like, wants to search your car, and I, I know, like, I know Stelflug, Stelflug is was our uh, AP, like, government and politics teacher in high school, like, absolute G, like, super cool yeah. guy, and, super smart, too, like. yeah, and, like, he, like, you know, we obviously go over the constitution, all the amendments and stuff, and but, like, it, would, it was cool because, like, he'd, he'd, like, apply it to, like, real-world stuff. And this was, like, one of the examples. Like, he got pulled over once and the cop asked, like, like, can I search your car? And he, I mean, he didn't have anything illegal. He's a high school teacher. Like, he's just a dude. And, like, he, for whatever reason, he just, like, he was, like, no. Like, because, I mean, he really does, like, you know, he's a, a AP Gov teacher. Like, he loves. He's big on his rights. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He just wanted to, like use his rights he's like no i like i have this right I'm not, I'm not letting you like search my car and like he went back and forth with the cop for a little while and finally like the cop just gave in and he's like all right like i'm just gonna give you a warning it's whatever it's like i guess like you would probably know more than me but like there are certain cases where you can say no right i mean so a lot of people
1: don't realize this and they just let them search and like, because they because they're afraid of like yeah. well if i say no they're gonna think i'm guilty yeah um so there are exceptions to search and seizures because you have an expectation of privacy in your home, in your car, places where you know people. You are only there, right? Um, you have less. You have less of an expectation of privacy in your vehicle because it can move. You can move evidence. Um, you're on the road. It's technically plain view. So if like and you can, they can just look into the window. Exactly. And, or, exactly. So there are exceptions. One of the biggest exceptions is the the biggest exception to the search and seizure is consent. So if I say can I search your car and you say yes that's consent. I don't Guaranteed. need a search warrant. You can you and, can
0: just say step out of the car right? Yep. I mean, yeah. Well, I, you
1: can say step uh, an officer can tell you to step out of the car as soon as he gets up to your window if he wants. Okay. Pennsylvania versus MEMS like people always say like no you can't order me out of my car. Yes, they can. They can order your passenger out of the car too. Okay. just because it's it's all about safety. They're not going to, but they can. Yeah. Which is another thing where it's like the police do have a lot of power. Um when it comes to that, and the Supreme Court cases really back them up on that. Yeah. What? So, if, yeah. What
0: amendment is that? The fourth. Is it? The fourth uh, Search and seizure is fourth. Yeah. yeah.
1: Fifth is um, uh, double jeopardy. Um, yeah. Stuff like that. Um. But anyway, so <clears throat> the thing is, is that there's a, somebody told me something one time. So this guy was training this rookie officer, and he said, by the end of the night. You need to have three consent searches, so three people consent to searching their vehicle. And the thing is, is that he doesn't need probable cause to ask for permission to search your car, yeah, and that's what yeah, it was. Yeah. It's just he's trying to make him comfortable with asking people when they when he does have probable cause. If there's odor of marijuana coming from your vehicle, they can search your car. It's a smell, right? Yeah. That's a probable cause. And I, th- I think And are, they don't
0: need consent for that, right? Nope,
1: because that's probable cause. Yeah. And I think there are different states that have different. New York, no Same one. with like alcohol on your breath, right? Yeah. Can, well, that can be. Um, that's probably. Well, that's just like That's probable probable cause. That's, yeah. That's not, not to search a car or anything, but that's probable cause to order them out and run them through fields. Okay. Um, I got to see that. That was pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, you can. So, what this guy did, what this rookie officer did, is he pulled over some college kid that was speeding and he's like, all right, have a great night. Um, and that's the thing. If the officer concludes the traffic stop, so he does his whole thing, takes your stuff back, writes your ticket, writes your warning, whatever, or just comes back and says, all right, you're all good. Um, have a great night. Oh, wait one sec. Can I re- search your car? You can say no. And he can say, I will probably just say, all right, have a nice night. And then you can drive away. But the thing is, is that if he asks for permission to search during the traffic stop, that's when you're not going to be like, oh, I'm a, am I free to leave? Because, no, technically you still, you're still you still in the traffic stop.
0: Okay, so let's say I'm in the traffic stop. Like, he comes up. He's like, yeah, I saw that you're speeding. Like, are there any drugs and alcohol in your car? I say no. Can I search your car? Can I say no to that? He doesn't so, have any probable cause. He's just no. asking me.
1: You can say no. And, but the thing is, is that if he does have probable cause, then he's just going to say, well, I see, that's the thing is that he's just going to shine his flashlight through your window and see the big ass bag of marijuana there. And that's his probable cause. Okay. Let's say,
0: but let's say like really, I I just have, you know, I just don't want you to search my car. Like I have a bunch of stuff in here, like get a lot of spike ball sets, you know, I got this mic, like, I just don't want you touching my stuff. Like. I don't... You know, he doesn't have probable cause. He shines his light and he
1: sees my microphone. Like... Yeah. I don't... I mean... Well, like, I let's look. just say yes.
0: I, I just really don't want him to search my car.
1: I mean, say no. I mean, the thing so is... You,
0: so you can just say no and... If, like, if,
1: you, they, if they have probable cause, they will search, but they're going but to But if have they to,
0: don't have probable cause, then they ask me.
1: The thing is, is that they're going to have to prove... They're going to have to write it in, in what wherever, on their report, whatever. They're going to have to write what probable cause they had. And if it's not... Like, say... Okay, so say you had, like, a small thing of marijuana in your car, but it was not visible. There's no way he would have known. There's no way he would have smelled it, which he probably could smell it if it was not, like, in, like, a container. Right. Um, He's going to, and he says, can I search your car? Like, I saw this, whatever. You say no. You say no. He says, well, I saw this. I'm still going to search. He's going to have to put in, like, words what his probable cause was to search. And if a judge says that that was not enough, they'll throw everything out okay so it just kind of depends on and I think but if you say yes you're screwed because cause cause you, the, they're going to so no you, you lose
0: the trial automatically it, it, you know exactly.
1: I mean yeah. if you because if you consent because if you didn't have
0: probable cause see that's when I think like people like don't like a case like that like there's no way that he would have known yeah and, but you said yes so he's like you know afterwards people talk
1: about it it's like dude if you just would sort have of said no like yeah. you would have been fine and it's just like but getting back to this the one story so what this officer did was he pulled over the college kid and he said all right have a great night and then he goes wait one second you wouldn't happen to have any weapons of mass destruction in your car would you and the guy goes what and he's like you know like nukes like stuff like that and then the kid's like dude it's just my mom's nissan <laughs> he's like do you mind if i search and he's like yeah, I guess. And then so he searched it. There was nothing in the car. But, but he, got, that, he got his He, he got that's his so thing. That's so funny. And then, the, and then his FTO was like, okay, real funny. All right, do it real next time. Like, <laughs> so but that's what I'm saying is that if he, if that kid would have said no to the weapons of mass destruction thing, he just would have been like, okay, well, have a nice night then. Because the traffic stop has been concluded by then, and he can just drive away after that. Now you're no longer in a temporary, you're no longer detained because the traffic stop is over. Right but if it's if he comes up to the car and says um, which is what usually then, what happens yeah it's they do it with and so they, and they they really
0: they they are like they try to like slip it in a way that you don't recognize it i
1: feel like yeah. it, you I know they they're, they work with people all the time Yeah, they know what works especially for like
0: see i feel like i i just want to like tell you know like you know educate the listeners a little mm-hmm. bit on this cuz and like
1: this might come back to bite me cuz like Cops don't like when people tell tell them like the like what they're trying to do and how they're how they're gaining access to yeah. um, their stuff. But
0: but it is important. I mean, you're recognizing that like citizens have rights. I am I am still looking out for people. Like, yeah. I'm not
1: looking out for you know cops that want to get drugs and stuff. Like um, I mean, if you're smuggling meth and fentanyl and stuff, you're kind of but you're kind yeah, of a, no, that's. Just, I mean, yeah. And those are the people I I want to get, but it's like this college kid that's got a little bit of weed, like it's legal most, a lot of places. Like that's not my, that's not my concern. Yeah. And that's just, that's just a discretion thing. That's just a personal opinion. Like all these cops have their own opinions on these things. Um, And, you know, some of them might care about the weed, you know. One officer in Mequon pulled him over, and he had the—he could smell weed. And this is what he said: He said he didn't want to acknowledge on his body cam that he could smell weed. But he's like, hey, I know we're, we're pretty close to the legalization here, um, but just clean up your car because somebody could. So, if you. he would have acknowledged it, he would have had to search. Is that what you're saying? Or? He wouldn't have had to, but somebody in his in the administration might have said like, Oh, if you could have smelled it, why didn't you should right, 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 right. Like, okay. And some, and some like sergeants might be like, no, you should have, you should have searched because there was weed in that car. Right. Yeah. But like like you said, it's just kind of discretion of the yeah, person. And there was another case where there was a domestic violence thing. Um, and they were in like a hotel room and they had a little bit of weed in there and he logged it into evidence and he came back to the car after and he's like, I should have never asked she said something about the weed and he'd said I should have never like I should have just said okay whatever like I shouldn't have taken it as evidence because now somebody's going to want me to write now the sergeant tomorrow morning is going to want me to write this lady who just got her knocked unconscious she's going to get a ticket for this weed because that sergeant was more strict on weed yeah it's like that's something that she just again she just probably had one of the worst nights of her life and now she's gonna get a ticket it's yeah. like that's what makes people not like and it's just over it was like the, i don't even know how many grams it was but it was in like a little like airpods container like that's how small it's like yeah that's that's the type of stuff if you have some like cocaine and meth yeah you're probably gonna yeah. get arrested mm-hmm. and, you, and i don't i don't even think it was hers it was the person beaters but like she was in possession of it like the saying oh it's not my car it's my brother's car like you're driving it like that doesn't work yeah no so, yeah. I,
0: I it's just funny because i've gotten at least amongst my friends in madison kind of this like thing where like i'm usually the guy that like interacts with the officers like when they come you know we're drinking being loud whatever like i'm usually the guy that tends to go up because i think maybe I know my rights more than other people or, like, people are too nervous. I don't really see it like that. I just, like, go up and, like... One, one story, I it was, like... We were, like, in the dorms freshman year and we are like, being loud or whatever is past quiet hours. So, like, this, this didn't even deal with the cop directly, but it was more just, like, for drinking. We, like... We are like, drinking a little bit in the room and, like, yeah, I mean, like, in the dorms, that's a big deal. Like, you can get a lot... Of, uh, into, like, a lot of trouble for drinking in the dorms and, like, you know, like... RA knocks on her door, and she's like, oh, yeah, you guys are being, like, really, like, you know, I purposely, like, you know, so, like, we're, we're like, loud, we hear the knock, we, like, quickly, like, all, like, get quiet, we look door, right? like, you look at little people, you know, and, you know, so we all, like, get out, and we're, like, who's gonna answer? I was, like, I can just answer, like, it's not a big deal, so right away, like, well, the thing with the, this is a little bit different than, like, a cop, but, like, right away, like, some people will just open the door wide open. And like, if they if they even see one like, one can like that gives them consent to like go in. Mm-hmm. But I, I I don't know I don't know if it's different. I didn't like read the contract, but I'm pretty sure like yeah, the RAs have some power. I, I think because it isn't like technically all your space because it is like their building. Yep. They might like I don't know if they like have the power to do that at all times. But like maybe maybe they do need like some sort of consent. I don't know. But like obviously you don't want to like open the door wide open like that is just a dumb mistake. So like right away like crack it open and I'm, I'm like I, I barely like stick my head out I'm like I'm not letting you come in this room so like she's like I didn't say that I was like hey how's it going and she's like oh like you guys are like being really loud can you just like keep it down and I'm like yeah she's like can I actually like come in like she just stared upset that and I'm like no like what gives like and I I, I, was, like, I was like I was like mad at this point because I was like what gives you the right to just like come in like we we are just being quiet like. I told you we'll like continue to be quiet and like
1: just you just you being loud doesn't give them yeah exactly I
0: was I was annoyed I was like she really gets these kids on this because like they probably just say yes because they don't want to because they're scared or whatever and I was like no like this is my right this is my room like we're just being like we'll promise to like keep it down but like you're not coming in this room she's like okay (laughs) <laughs> she, probably, she probably didn't know how to respond to that. Yeah, she, she probably... probably <laughs> she probably hasn't had a lot
1: of people that have said, just, like, straight up said no. Yeah. It's more like, well, do you really have to? And then that looks more than just saying, no, sorry.
0: Yeah, and I don't... Yeah, like you, you said, you I don't know don't if she was taken aback,
1: but, like, I closed the door and... She probably didn't know that if she could... Like, yeah. It, if, if she could have... Because she could have gotten a lot of trouble, too, I'm yeah, sure. Because she, she would have... Yeah, because... If she could have smelled weed, I don't know if that would have probably been, right. Pro- yeah. Give her, give her like, oh, I smell weed. We're we're gonna come in, or we're gonna call the police, and they're gonna come in, or something like that. But well, you know, yeah, obviously,
0: I was just trying to like save my friends from like getting ticket. I mean, no one like college kids are broke. mean like, the last yeah. thing we want is another ticket. You know, so it's like yeah, we have and people. I said you know I so, say you know it was just, it was just cool. Close the door and you know I will save some friends my money by just like knowing your rights a little bit and like yeah. don't be afraid to say no if like. I mean, if it's, like, if you know, like, it's your property and, like, you, for whatever reason, like, you don't, you just don't want them, like, searching, you know? Yeah,
1: they're going to have to, if they have probable cause, they're going to show it at some point And there's no harm in making them, you know, calling their bluff on just the consent, you know? So, yeah, we had a bunch of stuff like that happen in the dorms. And, like, there was one time where, I, I, think, I, I think I was there or maybe it was, they had come back, but, you know, my friends and I were in our room and so, like somebody who doesn't even like who didn't even like live in our place like the RAs knocked on our thing on our door and like she I don't know she's not not having it she just opened the door and say yeah come on in it's like you are like and then so we like literally like because like our rooms are like set up different than the ones in Madison like ours were like I don't know no you never saw my room but like there's a door right here and then there's like a hallway and then like there's three rooms. So it's Mm -hmm. like a suite. Um, and we were like in this room over here. So like from that moment that that girl opened the door and let the RA and a police officer, we had to hide all the stuff. And then they just like walked in, they looked around and then they left. Like the cops didn't care. Yeah, They knew what's going on, but they're like, as long as there was nothing evident and I, I was so out of it that I was like, I was like, wait, there was an RA here? And everybody was like, yeah, that's why we just hit everything. And I was just, like, on my phone or whatever. And I didn't even realize that, like, a cop and an RA walked in. And, like, that they were, like, scrambling to, like, hide stuff. But, like, it's like that's the type of thing where it's, like, give us some time to, like, don't just open the door and let them walk in. Because that's what they will say is, like, yeah, this girl opened the door and let us walk in. Like, that's consent. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. It's... (laughs) <laughs> I guess I don't really know what else to say about it. But. Yeah,
0: yeah. But, yeah, I guess...
1: But yeah, consent is, consent is the biggest one. And then plain view, which is just, like, being able to see... Like, if they see a big brick of what looks like cocaine or, like, has the appearance... Like, has the qualities of, co- of cocaine in the backseat of your car, that's con- that's yeah. probable cause. Right. Even if it is just a, a literal brick that just yeah. looks like white and powdery like they can just they're like that has the appearance of cocaine and they'll be able to put that into words and a judge is going to say yeah that's yeah right because it looked like it and they'll have it on body cam and stuff and that's the thing about body cams is that it really actually helps the police more than it like i mean people think that they have body to like placate protesters and um you know people that don't like the police it's like it actually really does help them because then they know that like you'll know that if you're being honest like about things. Like, people are going to get behind you, right? Like, if, if I saw what looked like cocaine and I showed that on my camera, somebody else, like, I'm, I'm not making that up. Like, that helps me. And I can I can use that as visual evidence of here was my probable cause. And uh, whether it be a jury or a judge, they're going to be like, yeah, it's... So... Right. Like, people always think that, like, them recording the cops is going to, like... Like, the, I mean... It, it, in some cases, it might, I guess, yeah. but. But like all, all the cops always just say like when they say like oh just so you know you're being recorded the cop like whenever I see this on like YouTube or whatever it's like the cops just like yeah you're being recorded too yeah okay yeah it's just kind of funny people people react really weird around cops it's just kind of like that that nature thing like you're just like you think they're gonna get you in trouble and stuff so then they do weird things and yeah. it puts the cops on edge when they do like weird stuff like that. Like not even, not recording, but of course it puts you on edge. Like you're like, Oh God, like one of these people. There. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I just, I guess I just wanted to kind of, yeah, I mean, I just always, bring like, it up to you. Cause if they, you know, of all my friends, I feel like you're most educated about this stuff mm-hmm. and I feel like it'd be, it, it was the right person to ask. You know? Well, absolutely.
1: And I mean, I always like telling people, Oh, I want to be a cop. Like I, Like I've said a thousand times, I know people don't like people who want to be cops and stuff. And as I said, I have a lot of very, very supportive friends around here that are, you know, proud of what I want to do. And my parents are very supportive of it, um, even though they're scared. But, you know, I always like telling people why why I want to be a cop just because it's like you understand that, like, I really want to, like, protect people. Like, um, like there's a school shooter, like, I'm going in. Right, yeah. It's it's definitely like a, a purpose thing, like like I said like, well that's what a, bu- a job is all about, right? <laughs> exactly. I mean you want it you want to have a purpose. yeah, and this is this is the main reason is that like you know J Lo and Andrew who've been on the podcast like I have a, I know a lot of business majors around here and stuff, and it's like I just like talk to them sometimes I'm like I don't know how you guys are going to be able to do what you do like I can't sit behind a desk and just crunch numbers and move money around for other people like that's just I don't and I'm not, and obviously I'm not trying to say like, what they're doing is not important or doesn't have purpose. But for me going home at night, like, I just feel like I would just be so like, unhappy, but like, I just, I just know that what I want to do as a police officer, like I'm going to be able to go home yeah. even after a shitty day. Like I'm still going to be, feel like what I did today was a good thing. And I like, you know, I help somebody. Like, I'll just be able to pick small things from each day and be like, I helped somebody. I did this. I gave somebody a warning. Like, you know, like, I, I feel good about what I do. Um, you know, my parents are both in private sector doing money stuff. And I'm like, God bless them. Like, they've given me a better life than I could have ever asked for. Mm-hmm. Very, very, very supportive. But I, I could never do what my dad does when he, with IT and stuff. Yeah. Like, it's just... It's just not me. I can't sit behind a desk. I can't, you know, I just wouldn't be happy.
0: Yeah. And that, that's uh, the thing though. Cause everyone's like unique and everyone's like raised in a different way where it gives them, it gives them maybe like a different view of what like their purpose is, you mm-hmm. know? So someone like you, like you see like interacting with the community as like your purpose and that fulfills mm-hmm. you. But to someone else, maybe yeah. that wouldn't like for me, I don't, that wouldn't, no I would not, know. I would not be fired up to do that, I guess. But like, you know, for me, I have, like, the purpose of, like, I'm, I want to be a researcher. And that's, like, a different purpose. You know, I'm, I'm advancing, like, you know, just, like, mankind's knowledge while also, like, improve, hoping to, like, improve the lives and make
1: a difference in people's lives. Like, Absolutely. And like I said, like, I'm not judging Andrew and them. Yeah, right. For business yeah. majors. Like, of course, it's exactly what you're saying. Like, whatever you want to do, whatever makes you happy, like... Like just and that, that probably is a case for them. Yeah. Like a story my mom told me was that my mom was a huge piano player when she was young, and mm. she, she had, um, she had like offers to be like for a full ride to go and play piano in, in college. And, really? her, and her mom said, no, you should just focus on finding a job that pays well. So she was an accountant for 15 years, and she tells me she hated it. And it's like, she's like one of my biggest regrets is that I didn't just follow what I wanted to do. Yeah. And that's why they're so supportive of. They're like yeah, it scares us that you're going to be doing something so dangerous. But, you know, we know that, you know, what, doing what you are passionate about, that's the most important thing. Exactly. And, and she, I
0: mean, she knows firsthand. That exactly. Like,
1: and so that's like one of the you'd things You'd rather have your kid about. be a
0: police officer than, or doing something that he likes, yeah. than, you know, like what she had to go through. Yeah. Where I know with my, my dad's the same. He, like, he's never really liked exactly what he does. You know, he's been an assembler at Oshkosh Corp for, like, 15 years, I mean, you gotta really be a grinder to enjoy that, like, there's just some jobs that, like, like, you say, like, accounting, like, you don't really see it, I mean, I can pick up a couple things that I can be like, okay, I could see, like, you're helping someone out, you know, like, dude, like, assembling a military truck, like, I mean, that's just, that's brutal, like, if you like that, like, to you, man, like, that is sweet, but, if like, for, really for a large majority of people, that sucks, and that was, my dad was one of those people, and it's, like, and that was a big reason why I wanted to go to college, just in general, is because, like, I'd see him come home, and, he, I mean, he just looks miserable, like, it's just, like, I don't want have that the next 40 years of my life, you know? And it's just like,
1: figuring out what you what you want to do, Yeah, what, what you think is going to make you happy, and that's just the most important thing, Yeah, and that's just kind of how I got to it, you know, I've always, like, all of my, like, part-time jobs and stuff have been working with people and it's just like that's just my strong suit and i just want to continue doing something and making a positive impact on people's lives Mm -hmm. this is what i came to and i haven't wavered even you know i started in school and then 2020 happened with all the protests and movements and whatever um and you know i know some people that were in the were in the major that left after that because they said I'm not dealing with that. Yeah, said, which is understandable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's, for me, I was just like, this is gonna blow over. Like, people are gonna see that they do need good cops, and that it's a it's an important job, and it's not an easy one. You know, it, it sucks when you have things happen like um, like the one in Minnesota where the officer pulled her ta- or her gun instead of her taser. Like, yeah, she she fucked up royally and she needs to, you know, some people think that she, you know, she's a racist murderer and stuff. And it's like, yeah, she, she really messed up. And like, that's something that you can't make that mistake. Um But the, the notion that she meant to kill this person and stuff like that, like it is a mistake fundamentally, but like you, you know, it's it's just i don't know if you know what i'm saying yeah like you're under constant pressure to be flawless in what you do like with with these split second decisions and mistakes happen and you know i'm not trying to attribute that just to a mistake like that's something you cannot make that mistake yeah because it's so like there's such a difference in a gun and a taser um But it just sucks when stuff, like, happens with law enforcement, but, you know, people don't want, you know, people don't want those mistakes to happen. Like, the officer, you know, she's in prison. Yeah. Like... And she probably deserves to be there. Yeah. Like, I don't think that she should be there. I don't know what she got ended up getting charged with. I think with manslaughter or something like that. But the people saying that she should be charged with first degree intentional homicide, it's just like she did not mean. Like, she right. didn't yeah. think that she was pulling her taser. But it's like, I don't know how you can be pointing a gun at somebody <laughs> and say, I'm about to tase you. It's like, I, again, I'm, yeah, not, trying regardless. To, again, I'm <laughs> not trying to yeah. piss, off, piss off either side with what I'm yeah. saying. But.
0: Um, no, but that, I don't, that's super cool that you're, you know, I see is that that's what college is for, you know, kind of discovering like what you want to do and even like who you are as a person and like to come out mm-hmm. graduated and having a better idea of what you want to do is like, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's ideal. That's what you want.
1: So that's, that's cool to hear that, you know, yeah, I'd say what you will about like gen eds and stuff, but like gen eds are important for just expanding like the stuff you know and also meeting people like interacting with people is probably the most like underrated part of going to college yeah know? because one you're meeting potential like co-workers yeah exactly and you're just networking and stuff but you're also meeting mm-hmm. some of the people that you might end up spending like the rest of your life with and and you really get a
0: good understanding of how to talk to people <laughs> exactly. too because I, I I know I, I think I talked about this in Riley's episode but like you know, me and him brought up how we, like, we didn't even know how to, like, introduce someone. Like, say, I'm, I'm friends with you. And then, like, I mean, that even happened yesterday. Like, I had to, like, like, some people didn't know who Morgan was. And, like, mm-hmm. Morgan's just a friend of mine from Madison. And, like, I had to, like, you know, introduce, like, Danny, this is Morgan. You already knew Morgan. Yeah. But, like. For example. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I came, you know, I'm from Oshkosh. I, I went to the same high school. Pretty much the same kids throughout, you know, the, the, my whole life. So I didn't really have to do that. Everyone knew everyone. But then I got into college, and I'm, like, I'm with this random roommate, and, like, you know, it, it a pro, like, I, like, start talking to Alex, a friend from high school, and then, like, Oliver's with me, and I'm, like, Yeah, wait, how do I do this? Because I've never had to do it. Like, skills like that, like, are really skills yep. you don't think about, but, like, college kind of, like, does... You know, bring all it forces like, you, know, you out of
1: a major comfort
0: zone yeah just it's not bubble, just yeah
1: it's not just like the friend stuff but it's like learning how to be a good roommate like cleaning up after yourself, taking yeah, responsibility stuff responsibility like for yourself like, yeah. like this is the first real step to being an adult i think you can i mean when you, it's a good intermediate balance yeah when you I get like, your when you get your license like that's a huge step in being an adult and stuff but like there are specific moments in your life that really like force you to grow up and going to college has got to be up there with like the m- most pivotal I'd say yeah. because and I'm not saying you have to go to college to grow up, you know, yeah. but like um, but like going to like living on your own, like going, like you don't have your parents to cook for you, exactly, do your yeah. stuff. Like it's huge. Like I remember my first couple of weeks, it was, it was a, I mean, I, they prepared me really well too. And I think that that's also something that, you have to prepare yourself um, t- to be an adult and live on your own and take responsibility for your stuff. But, um, you know, it's, it's, like you said, it's, it's hard to do, mm. it's, but it's important and super, so just a really cool experience and, you
0: know. I think, yeah, I think it's a good intermediate. It teaches you a lot. Between, you know, high school and just being like similar to our parents with your own place, because mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I don't, I don't know if I like coming out of high school. I, I still feel like a kid. You know, I still feel like a kid now. Like having you know my own place where I'm like all by myself. Assuming like I get a job straight out of high school, like that's a big adjustment. You know, you just mm-hmm. listed off a ton of things that like you kind of learn outside the classroom in college. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, it's, <laughs> college it's, is a good in
1: between because you still have roommates. It's equally, and, it's what you learn in the classroom is equally as important about what you learn out of it. Right? Yeah. It's, the street smarts versus the, yeah. you know, the book smarts. And just like, cause that's not like, learning, like getting your degrees, obviously like that's what the goal is. But like, that's not really what college is about. Like it's about that networking and, um, you know, it's, it's both. It's, it's what you do along the way is kind of how you grow up and mature as a person. Yeah. And and like just and like like we've talked about like just finding what you like to do and what you're good at what you're not good at and that's all stuff that you learn both in and out of the classroom. It's not just one or the other. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah so I guess we talked about like what you're going into mm-hmm. talked about college and all that. I guess I know we wanted this to bring up tennis. Oh yeah. So kind
1: of yeah. kind of shifting gears a little bit. Yeah. Because they just had um, shout out uh, Patrick Gannon and Anders Larson. Yeah. State, but for them, And they
0: took second in sectionals, right? I mean, that's. Yeah,
1: I think they were runner up. That's
0: pretty sweet. Yeah.
1: Well, and um, Ryan Jorgensen. Aaron, I don't know if you're gonna have Aaron on. You should. Yeah. Um, one of one of my longtime best friends. Yeah, he went to high school with us. Great guy. One of my partners for. Tennis for two years, you know. Uh, his brother and his partner is Hans' his partner? I don't know who's his partner yeah I'm not but they have a good either. they have a good shot at a special qualifier I oh think. yeah yeah. I don't know I, I don't know their schedule I don't know like what invites they went to throughout the year to build up their case but yeah so yeah they just had sectionals and you know I was just thinking I, I got that memory I sent you the other day from oh four years gosh. ago when we went to Team State and yeah, man. I was just reminiscing on the like those were some of the best memories I ever made with that playing tennis like I mean like, yeah like
0: <laughs> it's, it's just crazy like I guess just to give, like, a general rundown of, I guess, everything. Like, we've been... How long have you been playing tennis? Like, when did
1: you oh, start? I, probably when I was, like, eight or something. Yeah, like I that. think I started so, when I was,
0: like... I want to say middle school, probably. Yeah. So we've been playing for a lot, you know. I don't... We weren't, like... We we weren't, like, like Neil or anything. Yeah. You know, we, we, we weren't, like... Neil was a a guy on our team that, like, was super, super good and, like, he was raised and he, you know, he actually, like, you know, he went to tournaments and he was a kid. I I don't know about you, but I never really did that. You know, it it was just kind of, like, lessons in the summer and then, you know, high school hits and, at least for me, like, I knew I wanted to do cross country. I did that in middle school. Like, tennis wasn't really through... You couldn't do tennis through our middle school um, as, like, a, you know, like, a sport. You could play it in... I not you couldn't even play it in gym class, you know. There wasn't.
1: Yeah, because we didn't have any courts.
0: But then, yeah, then high school hit, and like tennis was an option. There was a tennis team, and I remember just going to like uh there was some like club fair, and like going into like the spring semester, and yeah, you know, I I, I knew I did cross. I finished my cross country season because that was in the fall, and you know, I went there with my parents freshman year to this club fair, and I was like. Just kind of walking around, like, is it? Do I want to like pick up another sport, or do I just like? And like, none of the none of the sports were that appealing to me. I, I, I a lot of people find this hard to believe, but I, I do like cross country and I dislike track. I Running around in circles. I'm a distance runner, so I mean that's that's just not me. I don't I don't like you know. I wouldn't want to run eight laps around a track for my event. That's just not something I would want to do. So track was just kind of a no go for me. And then there was like. You know, baseball or—I mean, those were a couple of the options. There, there wasn't a lot going on in the spring, but there was like, there was this tennis, and like my parents, they knew like I did lessons and stuff, and like I saw like I forgot who I met, but like it might have been like Nate rally or
1: something. Oh, like that's that. right, It <laughs> was like my freshman, yeah. Yeah,
0: someone, someone, someone there, and I talked to them for a little bit, and I was like, it eh, sounds cool. You play like. You know, you got your conference. It's just like basketball or football in high school. You play all these different teams, and I was like, "Well, maybe." And then, like, I went home, and then my parents were like, "Why don't you just do it? Like, Stay active, just, bro. just, just take a chance. Like, who knows? It might be like really fun." And I was like, "Well, I'm not that good." I was like, "I don't really know." I ended up doing it, and like, that was one of like the best decisions I ever made in my like in my life. Like I, yeah, look, I look forward
1: to playing tennis every spring. Yeah, it's always like the weather's almost nostalgic of like yeah. the sport to me at this point. You know, it's like you you know you get through Christmas and then you have like March Madness and then right after March or I don't know when tennis really started if it was March or if it was in April. I mean, it was for
0: us in Wisconsin. It was literally just. As soon as the snow melted, I mean, you were out there. Yeah. It doesn't matter if there was, there like sometimes, a, yeah, sometimes you know, sometimes, sometimes standing snow. water. You know, mm-hmm. I, I remember, yeah, like you said, you that, have to shovel the. that first out, yeah. week is brutal because you, you, you're you probably playing gloves, you know, because it's 30, 40 outside. But, like, you got to get those reps in, as Schuller says. You know, yeah. Schuller's are coach. <laughs> <laughs> like...
1: Like, I don't really remember a whole lot about my freshman year. Like, it was a huge learning curve for just, Yeah,
0: I think all of us, you know...
1: I I knew I liked it after freshman year, but, like, I didn't... And, you know, I I don't think I was very good my freshman or sophomore year. I know I wasn't very good my sophomore year. I mean, like, I wasn't... Like, I wasn't bad. It was just that me and... I think I was playing with Aaron at one doubles.
0: Yeah. Um, Just for a general rundown of how it works. So, like, you, you... They usually you usually have like dual meets, so you'll and the dual is usually like another team in your conference. So like another team, for example, is like Appleton North. So like they, it, it switches off every year what like court you play on. But like let's say this year, like they come to us, so they they come to our courts. We play them, and it, it it's like a team a team like base thing. So like you play your match. Let's just say, like I, you know, I played singles, so I play my match, and yeah, you play your match. Let's say I win, that gives us like a one point for the team, mm-hmm. and so you, so at least for varsity, how it worked was you'd have seven, you'd have seven teams, so or like seven different. So you'd have four singles players on a team, and then three three sets of uh, doubles players. So you got seven. So like, let's say I win at four singles so there's one two three four singles one two three doubles one doubles is like and one singles is like typically your best players and then it kind of goes down in skill level from there i was at four singles like most of my like most of my career in high school so like let's say i went at four singles then the whole team as a whole like oshkosh west is up one against appleton North's team score of zero and it's just like you, you play all the matches, and whoever ends up, like, winning, yeah. like, the majority... 4-3, yeah. 5-2. Win, four, four, ...wins, three, five, two, wins yeah. the duel. Yeah. And yeah. That, that goes to your overall team score. Like, your team is, like,
1: 1-0. You beat Appleton North, basically. Mm. So but then you're also playing for your individual record, like, for four yeah, years. Yeah, right. You're so playing for your record, so you won. Now you just won over Appleton North, and that just plays into conference seating and Yeah, like seating stuff like later that. on.
0: But, like, it's... I, you know, it, it is kind of ob- confusing because, like, at first, like, I didn't even know how to keep score. So that's a whole element that you have to kind of, you know, it's it's usually best two out of three sets. Like, each set is six games. A game is, you know, it what is it, four points? Like, first of four points to oh, wins. Yeah. So it's, like, it's all this, like, sub-scoring. So you, first you have to, like, learn how to do that. And to start with, like, the rules of tennis are... I mean, they're not that complicated, but, like, there is some stuff that goes into it. Like, the boundaries, volleys, serves, like, where you got to serve to. Mm-hmm. So, like, it is kind of a learning curve at first. And then, like, yeah, you put that... I mean, I just explained how the scoring works, like, as a team level. And, like, it's confusing, but it's also, like, really cool. Because it's, like... It emphasizes the individual, like, aspect of tennis. Mm-hmm. But also, like, you have to work as a team. And, like, after you're done with your match, if you finish early, like... You're hustling over to your other teammates to cheer them on because if they don't win, like you're, you're yeah. like in general, you're not winning as a team, which mm-hmm. can hurt you in the future. It's just, just such a, like,
1: it's, that's why, like, that's what that made it so fun. Was yeah, they were just that's, like, yeah. The like the thing with the team state thing is I don't know if any of us like at the beginning definitely not me I don't know about you I never thought that that was even possible I didn't even yeah, I yeah. even even going into sectionals that Thursday I knew it, it started to set in after three doubles beat Nina's three doubles at sub so that they didn't move on so that Nina wasn't going to get any points at yeah. sectionals for three holes, I kind of thought I was like, "Oh, we could do that. But even going into that day, I was just like, I was actually more focused on winning my matches because I thought I could go to individual state, which might be selfish of me. But I, that's what I was thinking about. I did not think that at all that this team was going to go to team state. But we did. And it's one of those things where it's like, it's not even just that we accomplished something that is so difficult to do. It's that I was able to experience it with like some of like, the best friends I've ever made yeah. and continue yeah. to be, like, me and you, Aaron, Matt, who's Aaron's brother, um, you know, Caleb. I don't really talk to Caleb too much anymore, but, you know. I mean, like yeah, just I, build just think, I just look
0: back on that picture. I mean, it's it's on, it's on both of our Instagrams, I think, maybe. Maybe yeah. not here. Oh, right after well, right like, like, CJ. Just, just, well, yeah, just, like, the team of us, like, just holding the, the plaque of us, like, winning sectionals. So, like, how it works in Wisconsin is, like, if you win your sectional as a team, like I just talked about the team scoring, if you like beat all the other teams in the sectional, like you're one of eight teams in the state to like go to state and play at Madison. like yeah. And like ultimately like you get placed in this tournament at state where like there's eight teams and like whoever ends up winning that tournament, it you know, they're labeled as the best team for that year. And, I mean, they, that and is, they play, so they play like, it's state. like
1: a tournament of duels like you were talking yeah, about. Yeah,
0: like, yeah. So. But I mean that is like, that is, like, so cool, and, you know, just, like, a little rundown of the journey, because, like, you know, like, you know, freshman, sophomore year, I mean, I don't want to, like, throw shade on any of the guys on that teams those years, but, like, we did, we just weren't all that great, you yeah. know. Old West's program as a, as a whole for tennis, at least for guys, like, we weren't known as, like, one of the best, you know, it was always, like, Nina, Nina's, like, a, like a, a city that's, like, 20 minutes away from Oshkosh. And they've always been like, you know, they kick our butts in conference, they're also intersectional, so they always just kick our butts in sectional, and they were usually always, you know, the ones to just go to Team State. So, like, I think that's a big reason why we didn't even know it was possible, because Schaller probably didn't even bring it up, because it's like, okay, like, these guys, I mean, we don't need to even say
1: this yeah. to complicate yeah, things, because, yeah, exactly. like, there probably isn't a big chance this is even going to happen, they, so... They coached so well that year, too. Oh, my They're gosh. They're great. It's just... I will forever, like, respect Schaller for, you know, like... He was a hard-ass sometimes, and, but he was a great coach. Yeah. Like, he was a great motivator, and, like, Neil would give him shit for, like... He's just like, oh, yeah, he always is his highest percentage tennis and stuff like that, but he's a... You're not just, you know... You can't take... He can't take the racket and play for us. So it's, like yeah. it's hard. I think he put a lot more stock into the motivating aspect. Which was and, sweet. Yeah. And the team aspect of it. And, you know... it's and you having such, such a great job. And having, like... Having us emphasize, like, support your teammates. Like yeah. you were talking about. Oh, yeah. That... Cause do, you, do you think that you would have won that match against um, Nina and sectionals if, like, all of us weren't just absolutely just going off I mean all that definitely played a role I'm know? not saying I'm like, like you wouldn't I'm just saying like when you have like an entire like squad just behind you, of, squad yeah, of brothers yeah. who like you love and like friends mm-hmm. that you are just so like deeply connected to that just are unconditionally just like supporting, supporting you, you yeah and very like vocally and loud like that is just something like what like winning winning matches and hearing the entire like team just like Yeah, like that's just like, like that's somewhat of, one of the best feelings in the world. Oh just having God, like everybody yeah, be happy for you and stuff, so I mean and I, I I'd even take a step further and
0: like say, like that teamwork that year and that camaraderie is like something that I've never had in another team. And like I don't think it's a coincidence that like that team with that amount of camaraderie like got us to teams, mm-hmm. you know. I think there's a coincidence. Like that's not a coincidence. Yeah. You know, those two were very closely linked. Like as like you not, said, like you get to know everyone on the team, and then you like hear him cheering for you, and you're like, all right, Samuel's cheering for me. You know, and, you yeah. know, and, like all these guys are, you know, Mad Caleb, all these guys, and it's like it feels like awesome. You know, yeah, you got, so, like, you like, got fun the part. whole squad behind you.
1: It's just, it was just so fun to like go watch Neil at individual state. Like oh he always, he always said that yeah. like he just loved how I cheered for him all the time. Like he just. Like he was just like yeah, I, I need that. Like yeah. he feeds off that. And like some people, maybe it doesn't really like Seth and Like he might not really like show it, but like I think everybody kind of needs that. Yeah, to some extent. Somewhat. Yeah,
0: Neil was our one singles. I mean, incredible. All
1: the years that me and Dan,
0: Dan, he was a year older than us, but like just incredible singles player. And like it was, it was awesome because like all those years we played with him, we knew that like I mean, he was he he, he was almost like. 90% of the time it was probably even higher than that. It was a, it was a guaranteed win from him. Like, you just knew yes. going in that, like, all right, we got Neil, so we know we're at least up one you know? It was yeah. just like, he was just one of those players that it was just, yeah. like, he was so good. Like, it was, like you said, it was just so entertaining watching him because yes. you kind of saw him, like, grow up and, like, by se- his senior year, like, going to state and, like, he ended up being, like, a runner-up at state. So there's, like, individual state and then there's team state. So individual state is, like, you're not, I mean, you have the team, like, everyone knows you from Oshkosh West, but you're not, like, there's no team scoring that I explained earlier. Like, it's just, like, you win your match, you move on and play the next, like, individual player. So, like, to make it to team state, you, have, you obviously have to do well at sectionals. Or to make it to individual state, I mean. And then you get placed in this massive bracket, what, like 100 players or something. And then you just fight it out to be, like, literally the best tennis player in high school in Wisconsin for that year. So it's, like, a big deal. And Neil, like, his senior year ended up, he ended up taking, Second. yeah, runner-up. I mean, it was, and we, you know, we of course, like, we were all there to, like, support him, and, I mean, we were just, we were easily, like, the most, I would say, like, the, yeah. And that was, this, that was, like, the, was that the same year? Yeah, that was the same year we went to Team State, right? Because no. he was a senior when we were, oh, seniors. yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I mean, again, it was that team. Like we all showed up to Madison. That's where like individual state and team state is played. And like, I don't know if you you guys probably don't know a lot about tennis etiquette, but like, I like it's it's kind of known as like the quiet sport. But like in between points, so once the point is concluded, like you can, you can like, you know, express like whatever. Like during the point, you're supposed to be quiet to let the players focus. But like after, we'd always be like, like we don't, you know, you get you get hyped because like if you're if your guy wins a point it's a big deal you know mm-hmm. so we just have that like crazy support
1: for him yeah. like, it's just so fun to watch because it's oh so gosh, good yeah. and, like and like is it's inspiring to watch somebody so good at like their craft and like especially like knowing like none of us were ever going to be sorry that none of us were ever going to be at that level like yeah. where we're just we're beating everybody and these incredible players that would beat us 6 <laughs> every time. And he was just, like, just dismantling them. And, like, it was just so fun to watch and just cheer him on, especially because we knew that he really appreciated the support and stuff. Yeah. And, you know, we got to kind of thank him. He got our only point at when we did go to Team State. Like, we went to Team State, and we just got walloped by the team that I think either took second or third, Brookfield East. Yeah um at the team state tournament so like we weren't we knew we probably weren't going to win our our duel at team state but just getting there was so like that's all that mattered like there was no pressure on us yeah
0: so yeah i I guess we set kind of set the stage and now like now i I really want to go into this because like i've talked about before how like some things it just feels like they were just meant to be and like this definitely feels like one of them like it was like the closest thing to a miracle that I have like ever experienced,
1: like it was under, under, underrated things like Garrick going down, not going down, but, yeah, dude, but getting, yeah. Like, getting, like, it's
0: just, it's nuts. Like, so those like,
1: are things that, like, you, like you said, it's a miracle. It was a perfect storm. That's literally yes, the only way to put it. That's bro, the, the only way to. Put I it.
0: always think about this time because it was just, it was nuts. So oscash West, you know, yeah, we we're not the greatest program. We haven't, you know, I think when we went, we the last time the team went to team state was what 20 years before something like this something ridiculous like we're, we were just not known for tennis at, at Oshkosh West that just wasn't really us you know we just played and had fun and that's how it was that year you know it was me and Danny's junior year but we also had like a bunch of seniors like like we said our best player Neil he was our one singles and he was a senior we had you know Matt and Caleb
1: Jerry LaFontaine
0: Yeah, Jack, I mean, we had a lot of seniors, and like our class was big too, so, I mean, the team was almost like exclusively on varsity composed of juniors and seniors, which played in our favor, but again, we didn't think going in, what did we even have our sophomore year? We didn't do anything crazy, right? I mean, it was just like a typical year, we didn't really have a shadow team state, there was nothing there, but, so how it works is, you play all your duels, you have some tournaments in between that like, kind of matter for seeding, not really, but um, you play, you know, all these duels in your conference, all these different teams We're in the Fox Valley. So you play all these Fox Valley teams. And then at the end of the season, that's when the seating starts, you have like individual seating for like your flight. So like my flight was four singles. So like they, these coaches all go to this like conference. It it seems like at the end of the year and they like seat, seat each flight. So like, and they argue for their players. Yeah, They're it's, like, re- it's kind of cool. It's yeah. almost like a governmental thing yeah. to an extent. So yeah.
1: it's like, so say Jeremy beats a guy from Appleton North, and but then Nina beat Nina beat the um, Nina beat Jeremy, but then Appleton North beat Nina. Now there's like a triangle of like now Appleton North can argue, okay, well my guy beat Nina, so he should be higher than Nina, but then. Um, Schaller, our coach, should say, Well, Jeremy beat Appleton North, so he should be higher. And so they're arguing, and then all and the you coaches can even
0: get down to the point differential, probably yes. like look at the
1: sets, you know, yep, like. exactly like, oh my god, like I don't know, they probably want not make the excuse that they were hurt or whatever. But like, saying, like, yeah, like you said, like point differential, also like looking at those other tournaments that don't really have any um, bearing on our conference but like indirect matchups yeah, say you right? beat marquette or something yeah. some insane like you can say well my guy beat marquette did you got did you beat anybody that did your guy beat anybody that um was could even compare to this guy marquette no my guy should be better like, right so
0: there's like i think eight or nine teams you get seated at conference and then it's it's kind of like a like a team state tournament but just for your conference you know you you get seated you move on but it, no, that's that's not team based though, right? That's just you just play your individual flight, all right? For for subs and sections. For your conference, right? Yeah, for
1: conference. Conference is really. Oh, always- and then and then you like
0: so you, yeah, you have these brackets, and then like let's say like I take first at four singles for my four like for my bracket. Danny takes first at like one doubles. All those, so you get like a certain amount of points if you like win the bracket. And then that that like those points obviously you get more points if you like win your bracket. Mm-hmm. And then those points go to your team's total points. Mm-hmm. And then out of all like the one, two, three doubles, one, two, three, four singles, whoever like overall does the best ends up winning as a team mm-hmm. at a conference, right? But
1: winning conference, like it's it's a plaque and everything. Like you it is a big deal. It's a big deal, but it's really only for four subsectionals and sectionals, which is all about seating. Well, yeah, which leads to more seeding.
0: Conference is, is kind of, like, the the main driver for subsectional yeah. seating. And it's subsectional like, is, like, that's when it, like, gets, you know, that's when it starts to funnel into, like, state. So, like, you go to subs. Again, you're, you're getting seated. I think there's an argument, probably, for, like, where to get seated at yeah, subs. And, that's,
1: and, like, and the thing with subs that makes it weird is that some teams leave. Like, in our conference, like... Yeah, we yeah, we're like, different. Yeah. We had, like, Kakana and... can't um, like Kimberly. Yeah, and... Then when it gets to subsectionals, those teams are no longer playing us. Like we're not playing them. They're new we, different we'll, we'll, subsection. Yeah, and, and so then so then we add in different teams. Like Menasha would come into ours and stuff. So it makes it a little bit weird. Not it doesn't really. Matter, it's a
0: subsectionals are very. It's a very small group of teams. Like yeah. it was only, you know, you come to subs. It's one day, but it's like only two mat. Like the brackets, like for four singles bracket, for an example, like. There's usually only four guys, at, at mm-hmm. least for for subsection. And you just... I don't know. Do you have to win your
1: subsectional to advance to sectionals? Well, you just had... You had to win two, met Because, like, the section is, like, everybody. So, that's right. adding back in Kakana and Kimberly. Yeah. And, and so, the thing is, you just have to... Like, the subsectionals is literally just the start of the sectional tournament. Right. But you you
0: have to win to get to sectionals. Yeah.
1: At sub, and so, yeah. for the, like... Better like one singles and one doubles. They only you only, have, want, you only right? have to win one match on Tuesday, which is subsectionals, and then so you only have to win one match to advance to sectionals on Thursday. But for like four singles and three singles and three doubles, they have to win the two lower matches. Teams. Yeah, they have to win two matches on Tuesday in order to move on to Thursday. Um, so and that that's a big contender for why we never even had a shot at going to team Day
0: because how it lines up is like let's say like you know let's say like someone at three singles like doesn't win both of their matches at subs they don't advance to sectionals and that's fewer points that we can earn at sectionals that can get us to go to team state so like previous years you know we'd only have like you know maybe like one doubles two doubles and then like one singles advance to sectionals whereas nina
1: has all seven teams
0: you know all seven teams still in play which like leaves a lot of points on the board for them to rack up that can get into team state so like Previous years, it just didn't happen. But this this year, when me and Danny were juniors in high school, like it was just the fairy tale year. And I think did all of our teams advance to sectionals that year, which is like unheard of for Oshkosh West. That is like really like unheard of. I think they might have done it this year too. If they took second, they they must have had a lot of people advance. I would have I think. think.
1: I think I talked to Patrick, who play he played with us our senior year. He was a freshman, and then he's still on the team now. Um he just actually went to State, so shout out to him. I did it earlier. But, yeah. Um, um. I talked to him. I think he said that everybody advanced this year, which is really, really good. For Again, me. unheard of,
0: especially for Ashcash. Especially, like,
1: like you- no offense, but it's like once we left, like, we didn't know how, like, good they were going to be because we just I mean, didn't we know were the talent. a huge class. Yeah, yeah we just didn't I know mean, the talent level coming. Like, we knew, like, going into, from sophomore to junior, like, we knew who we had and we knew the talent levels. But, like, I st- like you said, like, we still really didn't know if we were, we had any shot at something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so we had everybody advance on Tuesday, right? and like let, let, let's back up a little
0: bit. We we finished conference pretty well. We we placed pretty high in just like normal conference duels, and then the conference tournament we took second, right? And we lost lost, lost to Nina by I think a point.
1: Okay, I did. not I guess I I'm pretty
0: sure that. it was by a point. And if it wasn't that, it was extremely close. So like I lost my match in the conference final, which if I would have won, I think we would have won as a team. But like a lot of other events played out, where it just it just didn't work out. Nina beat us. Nina was like the rival team that year. It was like the top three dogs were Appleton North, Nina, and us, and like no one else was not really came close to matching. You know, those were the top three. We knew like one of those three teams were going to come out of each bracket. Like yeah, you know, fully fully knowing that, and so yeah, we we ended up. Like winning out at subs, advancing all our guys to sectionals, so we got our full squad at sectionals. Even then, we were like, I mean, I don't think we was thought proud, anything. I was proud
1: of it. it, but I didn't really even realize how important that was in that. In that, I journey. think
0: Schaller maybe started to bring it up to us. He's like, you know, going into sectionals on Thursday, like, hey, like we had everyone advance. We do kind of like theoretically, if we play well, we do have a shot of going to team state.
1: And one thing that is really important to note about Tuesday is that three doubles: Jack LaFontaine, and Zach Laman, two great guys that uh, really had their ups and downs throughout the year. They they didn't get seated very well, right? Going and yeah, like, and they they just sometimes they didn't like playing with each other. But they were just a roller coaster. Sometimes they were just. On fire, and other times you could just tell they were just. But they peaked at the right time, yeah, and they really came together. And that's like one of those things—perfect storm. Like they were playing their best tennis right at the end of the year, and they ended up beating Nina at subsectionals. So they couldn't advance to. So which is like on
0: her, like they, I'm pretty sure they got. I don't know maybe they didn't get obliterated, but like they they definitely no no well, they beat them easy. No, I'm saying, like, previously in the season. Oh. Because we played, yeah. you know, we played Nina in the conference Because that's deal. when they
1: weren't playing, like, as well together.
0: Yeah. I mean, the start of the season, we played Nina. I, I think we got smoked. It was maybe, like, 5-2. Yeah. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't like, oh, we almost won. Like, usually with Nina, it's yeah. like, 7-0, you lost, like, yeah. suck You know, it, it, yeah. you, you didn't have a chance, but, like.
1: So they beat Nina on Tuesday, so they couldn't advance and score points in the third. Oh that's right. Sport. So
0: Nina only had six teams advance the sectionals. Yeah, which six, is six, you know. Which is
1: why Schaller's like, Okay, well they're not earning points for that, but we can and like they ended up taking like second at sectionals, but it was just huge that they eliminated the chance for Nina to earn points. Yeah. Which is you know, which is just one of those perfect storm things where it's like that had to happen, the Garky thing had to happen. Yeah, so I'm not saying it had to happen, but it's like Took the wind out of their sails knowing that they didn't have, like, like their best, like, four-singles pusher. Uh, um. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, I guess breaking it down a little bit to, like, our personal experience. Like, I was at four singles that year, and I I went undefeated, except I, I lost to their their force ninas four-singles player. His name's Nathan Gehrke, um I just, I saw him in Madison a couple of years ago. It's just funny now. We're like friends and stuff, but it, it was, it was no friendly thing. Like in high school, you know, we were, we were out to get the win, you know, that's what it was about. And yeah, Gary beat me at the duel. But then at conference, I think something happened. I think he was at like a band concert, like through the grapevine. I heard all this, or maybe I asked him directly, but he like got caught for vaping, like at a band concert. So he was suspended the rest of the season. And that's, like, huge, because Gareke, like, super good player. Like, at four singles, what it comes down to, like, one singles is a lot of power and, like, you know, putting points away. Four singles is more, like, pushing more often is what we call it. And pushing is, like, you basically just get everything in. You're just a hustler. Like, if you know me at all, you know I'm, like, you know, I run cross country. My endurance is, like, through the roof. So I can I can, I can can whack it back in, in play. And, like, sometimes I'll have some finishing points, but, like, it was mostly just make know, the other guy make the yeah mistake. make the other guy make the mistake. That's essentially what pushing is. And Garricki just happened to be a better pusher than I was, which was kind of unheard of because I was like undefeated besides Garricki. So like he was a very good player, got suspended, couldn't play the rest of the season. So they had to pull up their one one singles JV player, which on other teams would probably be dog water, but like for Nina, their one like JV is like still really stacked. So they pulled up this guy Reed and. I ended up playing him at the conference tournament. I took him three sets and I lost. And like that, that was just like that was kind of tragic because like I don't know, like it got me down because he was on JV and I just kind of got in my head and like it didn't work out. And so I knew I was going to be seeing him. You know, I, I, I that kind of got like a flame under me though because I I knew I was I was like I'm going to find a way to play this guy in the sectional championship. You know, like I wanted it so bad. And, I, like, I don't... So, that that's kind of, like, where four singles was left off, like, going into sectionals. I don't... I, I made it through subs. It was fine. And then we had, like, sectionals on Thursday. And then, I don't... Do you have any, like... I know that I... Insight on, like, I guess what... How your
1: season looked? Um, I, that was my best season. Two doubles. Me and Caleb Schultz. We played really, really well together. Um, Throughout the entire... I think it was, like, 20-6 and six or something like that. Which is really good for me. Because, like, my past even my senior year when I went to individual state, I was like I think 14 and 14 or something like that but obviously I was playing one doubles and that's better competition and stuff. but you know me and Caleb at two doubles played really well and we just we just rolled we won we won our conference um, thing. We beat Appleton North so I had first team all conference that that year. so I, that was my best year. I mean and we, we flew through. I think we only had to win one match because we had a bye at subsectionals. Uh, we flew through I think we played Oshkosh North and we just they seemed like they were so hyped up like they were like let's go nothing to lose and then they didn't win a point until like the third game. like me and Caleb were just crushing like playing great and then we got to sectionals, and I think we lost our first one in like two sets like it was it was two tiebreakers though seven seven yeah. six. seven six so yeah, I mean. All that matters that we got there and then Nina lost two. I think they ended up beating us for third at sectional, so we actually kinda of fumbled the bag on getting more points, but obviously it didn't matter. So yeah, really nothing on my end. I was um, Neil won. I don't know if Grant won his section.
0: Um See no th- I think I remember this because of how crazy the stat was. So I'm pretty sure what ended up happening was, you know, I'm almost sure this is what happened. Uh, yeah, a grant maybe not, but I think so. So what? No, I think he, I think he
1: lost to. I did don't know he? Who, was he? I don't know who he was. Playing. He wasn't playing Jared. Jared was at number one. No, no, th- I'm, I'm almost 100 percent sure. I think this is what happened.
0: I could be wrong, but I know we were the first, the first team ever in team state history at in Wisconsin. Like team state, I mean, team state has been going since you know, 40s, 50s, who even knows? Yeah. Who like, I think, yeah, no, yeah, no, so maybe Grant didn't win, but it was, it was the first, it was the first team state team that we had, I think we had all singles players advanced to individual state, or like, the, the players that could advance to individual state, but we didn't have any like individual state doubles teams, mm-hmm. which like has never happened before. So that was like big, but so, yeah, safe to say, like, sec- like in sectionals, like, singles really showed up for our team. Mm-hmm. So, like, we came into sectionals on Thursday. We had the back, you know, we, we gave some background to it. But we knew that we needed to beat Nita at a lot of these teams. Nita wasn't, didn't have a three doubles team because they lost in subsectionals. So that was big. We had all seven. But, you know, this was a grind. You know, there's, like, three. I think it's, like, three matches if you make it to the championship, right, for sectionals? On Thursday, I think so. Yeah. So it's, like, a long day, you know. I don't know what happened to all of our teams. I know for singles all of us advanced to the finals. We all ended up going to the finals. Mm-hmm. And I think for all of them it was OS versus Nina. I'm
1: pretty sure I think so cuz I think Grant I think I remember uh, Curtis, who's our other coach. He I think he told me during my match that Grant was losing. And I think he ended up losing, but I don't
0: remember. What, yeah, I don't know what happened to Grant. Um Grant Counts. Yeah. Another great tennis player. Yeah. He was our two singles and then his little brother CJ was at three singles holding it down which is also a really cool story that we're about to bring up but so i ended up at least for me i ended up beating fondy in semi-finals for sectionals he was he was a solid player too um and then i went to the final i was playing against nina like i knew at this point i knew like our team was in the finals in a lot of cases like Again, Team State wasn't really in my head. I was just trying to, get like, beat this kid. This kid, Reed, still a great player, but he wasn't as good as Gary And I really tried to, like, I, I knew I could beat this kid. I knew it had it in me. And, like, just from my experience, I, I talked about this in Tony's okay, episode. Okay, I was, was going to say, yeah. With yeah. the flow State, because this is, like, again, it was just, like, the perfect storm, man. Like, I've never had this in a tennis match before. And I, I literally just got chills now just thinking of it because, like, I said in Tony's episode, like, this is the best tennis I've ever played. And, and it was, like, that is, like, the truest thing ever. Like, I went in, like, knowing I had nothing to lose, you know. I don't know if that's what it was, but, like, I knew I had nothing to lose. And I went in and, yeah, we we, we played it out. It, w- it was this thing where, like, I, I I usually get nervous before matches. I'm sure you did, too. But, like, there was just nothing, you know, on my mind. It was just clear. No nerves. I was like, I got nothing to lose. Let's do this. This kid beat me. I'm the underdog. You know, I'm not nervous. So I went in and it was just like any point that I lost, it just felt like it was meant to happen. I was like, well, I did everything I could. I'm not going to like get bummed out over it. That's kind of how I looked at it. And we ended up going three sets and match point. I closed it out
1: and I beat him. You just looked I, up at you because you were right next because you were like, because like it's hard, it's hard to explain how like, the layout of the um fox valley Racquet club is but like there's like a an over uh, an overhead thing where you can stand and put tables and food and stuff and so you can see out over all the courts and jeremy was on the court like right next or maybe it was the second no it was it was right oh, next yeah. yeah it was right next to the overhead yeah thing. and all of us were standing there and he just looks up and he's just screaming and we're just all so f- pumped for him because it's yeah. like one, he just beat Nina, and two, like, that's just huge for our chances and everything, and like... Yeah, I mean, ne- just, yeah, Nina was our,
0: like, arch rival. you know, we hated Nina. We, I mean, we, we didn't hate it, but it was, but like, it they was were like, always the
1: big bad, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, like, it, it's really cool, like, when you're playing, like, a tennis duel, like, you'll have, like, their whole team is, like, other than the person playing is, like, on one side, like, on the side that are just on one side of the overhang, and then you know our team is on the other side and like every time we win a point our team just gets so loud and then like it's, it's almost but like are comp- it's yeah. almost like a competition like who can get more loud who can like do like the more like oh like the double flip stuff like who can be more like like obnoxious about it or whatever like i always like oh, oh, oh. I, I forgot I about that i don't know how, how to explain but, like, I don't I don't know but we, we both do that, that yeah. and then we'd always like Try to and they did them. it back, yeah. Yeah, we would always try to one up them with our cheering for for our guy and stuff, and we were just so pumped. And then like that's when I think it really set in. For, and no, I think that's when it really set in. I was like, okay, like Neil, so, we yeah. know Neil, we like like we said, we know Neil's gonna win his his section because he's just yeah, Neil he's the second best, he's the second best player in the state of Wisconsin. Like he's not gonna lose. Grant,
0: I don't know either. Made yeah, he made it to the finals. I don't know if he ended up winning, but he went to. T-
1: individual state yep, that year too yep. he, well because he already oh i don't know if he had to i think he had to just win a couple i don't know if he automatic. i think oh i think if he wins it he but he was going to get a special call yeah
0: i don't i don't know how that worked out but either way like he took second or one that's a lot of points mm-hmm. to go with team state and then jeremy and then, won yeah i won so that you know that's max points that we have over nina yeah. um, and then they be, what about the double side we'll get to CJ but I like, don't really remember what happened to one dubs on see Friday. this is the thing our team was so unique because our singles were like low key stacked but our doubles like kind of like
1: struggled a little bit throughout the season yeah I mean me and Caleb were solid at two yeah you, what, like, what did you guys end up taking uh, we ended up taking third okay or no, fourth because we lost to Nina. So first. Nina got some points over us yes. there. Yeah, but the doubles really didn't matter because there was only three teams, and because three dubs had beat them and three dubs went to the championship, they took second. Yeah, three doubles ended up like, I like, don't know what they, happened to one doubles either, but three doubles. They, they I mean, just beating Nina and then also getting a Did bunch they end of up beating
0: Nina? Is that what happened?
1: No, they beat Nina on Tuesday, remember.
0: Oh, yeah, so they knocked him out, and then it was just like take three doubles as far as we can. Yeah. Because all those are just free points. Because Nina has a big zero there. Yeah. So and they ended up
1: And so that really came made up for me and Caleb's slack when we choked. But um, so yeah, the
0: last two matches of the day were
1: And then I think Nina's one I think Nina's one went out of the chance. I don't think they won though. I think that they lost to No, they beat up. No, no, that's a different year. Yeah, I'm not sure, but but it didn't really matter because one, we had the advantage over them with the three doubles, and two because there's more single because there's four singles players, and all you guys went to the championship. Yeah, which is huge. The the doubles really didn't. It was kind of negligible. Like it was just like okay, there's points there, but more important is that we overtake. We at least beat Nina in like two of these or it was three but we had to win we had to win over them in three of the championships and singles because of the doubles points because our doubles weren't you know earning so many points um but because of the three doubles going you know ride that horse like they, they got us a bunch of free points yeah um, but we needed to beat them in three singles so Neil we knew Jeremy was, was huge and then it came down to CJ
0: yeah right? so, three, so our three doubles finished off on one side of the overhang I remember this so clearly three doubles I think won their match so like oh they got third so we like you know right away Schaller like we know at this point that like I mean, all the matches Actually, are pretty much done. We're we're like Schaller's trying to add up all the points to see where
1: we're all at. Because we because we were splitting our team because they were still playing. Oh yeah, playing. yeah. We were trying yeah, to support yeah. both CJ and, and our three doubles. Team. But then Schaller did the math, and he's like, "It doesn't matter if they win or if they lose. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it's all if CJ loses, they're gonna have more points, and so it doesn't matter if we're getting free points. And so at that, once he said that, all of us just rushed over to CJ, and we're like, "They'll understand later. They understand why we're yeah, not. Yeah, because for, for them. some
0: reason the points worked out we're like. I don't know how, but yeah, like the point we needed like that direct win over Nina to yeah. like so it was it came down to CJ three singles.
1: A guy he's lost to twice this year. Alex yeah, Engelman. I forgot
0: that. I mean that was Alex Engelman. Yeah, that was that was a crazy, crazy I mean, so that like this is like where the team and the individualistic like side of the sport really like come together because yeah, you have their personal record. And then you also have the team, like both Nina and Wes are like here, and we're like both cheering because Because we we know know, it's crazy because it came down to this match. Like, whoever won this match was going to Team State because the points were so close, so close. And yeah,
1: I think they went even. Did they go three sets? I think he beat them in straight sets, honestly. But it was close. Like, I mean, you had but a you lot of match tell.
0: points where he just wasn't giving up. Like yeah. obviously, you and we were know.
1: just going so hard with the cheering. Yeah,
0: game. there's a ton of support he was just, for CJ. I, mean, I don't, I don't I think know. CJ knew. I hope he didn't know because there was like a just tremendous amount of pressure, pressure. Obviously, like I think he just knew he like wanted to win. His yeah for six. himself yeah. just
1: kind of like you with Reed like you wanted to I found uh,
0: it's just better to focus on that because yeah. otherwise I think I, I think I, so I kind of started is. thinking
1: about that during my matches yeah. my individual ch- uh, state chances as well as the team and I just I wasn't thinking about just play your match you know yeah. you know you know what you're exactly. doing stuff like that like focus on the moment I know but uh, but yeah I mean CJ played one of his best matches against a guy he'd lost to twice and that he he knew he could beat cuz he was just he was just pushing him like we talked about like CJ was a better player but this guy was a really good pusher and having a good pusher at three singles is always tough like you had to deal with a lot of them the next year
0: Yeah, I mean again it was just like the perfect storm and I mean
1: he won. All those
0: things we talked about before. Yeah, he ended up winning. We went crazy. We ended up beating Nina by one point. One point they took, they were runner up to go to Team State. Like, I mean, that was just, it was absolutely insane, you know? Like, we were all like, we were just in awe because, like, you know, I think Thursday was the first time where we realized this was even possible. Mm-hmm. And then Scheller's like, you guys have a chance. Like,
1: yeah.
0: And we, like, Nina was always just seen as, like, kind of the big brother. Like, they would always beat us. And, like, it sucked, you know, as a little brother. It sucks when your big brother always gets you. And, like,. Mm-hmm. This year, it was just, like, the little brother just, you know, we had it in us, and we we ended up going to Team State, and, like, you know, of course, we're just excited for the team, but just CJ especially, because he just, like, it all came down to him, and he he came through after losing,
1: like, twice previously, this guy, you know, it was just. Oh, yeah, just, like, just going through that with that team was just Something I'll never forget. And like, yeah, it was just, simply put, just so miracle. When like, I think about that stuff, like, that just makes me so, like, nostalgic for, like, the sport. And just, like, even, like, the practices. Like, just, like, going to practice every day. Like, I was, like, I, I want to go to practice because yeah. I want to hang out with my buddy. Yeah, like, it was just, like, to... a hang-off for yeah. me. And,
0: and, and added, you got to play some tennis. Yeah. yeah. That was
1: sweet. And then, like, the dinners and going out to eat and the, like... It's just like that's just the stuff i miss like having that like team like i played for the club team at milwaukee um they don't actually have a real team but you know we just didn't have like that connection but like we're all busy and we only play two days a week and stuff and it's just it's, it's hard to, it's hard to have like you know like, like i'm saying with practices like you see each other every day like you know what we're working on like we like most weekends we were all together because we were on doing overnight stuff and the duels like twice a week like it's just so much time for us to be together yeah and just going through that like experiencing that with each other it's just something i, I wish everybody has like that yeah. an experience like that
0: i mean that's why high school sports are just the best like i know i know for a fact like i'm gonna tell my kids to like you know, yeah. Dude, I'm, I'm so do happy everything. my parents told me that because like if I, w- I would have never have had that experience.
1: You know, it's such a special thing. Like, I, I'm just gonna push them to do everything. Yeah, like, you don't have to do it forever. Just try it. Just try. It. try, try it. It. Find yeah. something you really love. Like, I love baseball now. I was not a very good baseball player, um, and it, that's okay that I stopped playing that. But I found tennis, and I was really good at it, and and I ended up having one of the best experiences of my life because of it. So it's like I'm just gonna push them to do everything and anything that they think that they'd like and even if they don't like i'll just explain it's okay like you just got to find something that you're passionate about so you can have some of these like great experiences like like i don't know if me and you are going to be i don't know if me and you would be as close if we didn't have like those experiences in addition you know to supplement our actual friendship that we had going into it you know i got really close with matt through tennis matt jorgensen here, and Uh, Neil, like I'm so happy I met Neil. Like we I didn't mean, we would have never met Neil yeah. without tennis. And he's yeah. a great guy. Like he yeah. was just so fun to be around. Yeah, he was uh, great ten- sense of humor. Yeah, tennis <laughs> aside and everything, and yeah, if you look on my Instagram, I have a, an entire post dedicated to Neil because I, <laughs> I love that kid. We don't yeah. talk anymore though. It's kind of sad. Yeah, but and he's busy. Yeah. he's playing at the collegiate level and. Overall, yeah. Overall, just a great year.
0: I, I know maybe people are curious about what happened at Team State. That that really wasn't like what mattered. You know, we got there. We we're just like, I wasn't really nervous at all. I'm like, we're probably gonna get clapped. You know, there there are some really good teams at Team State. So yeah, you know, first round we just played Brookfield East, and I don't think we played them that season in a tournament. We didn't. No, we did. We, we did. did. And we, we got clapped by them the first time we played them too. Yeah, so we, we had we that one. We knew once the you know. There's no like see, I think the seeding is just random because everyone just comes out of a sectional. I think they just pull out of a hat think, for the matchups.
1: I think they seed the first four. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. And then they just say whatever. Really yeah. Play.
0: So You're we going. obviously were not seeded. But <laughs> yeah. so yeah, we came out and we, we got the draw. The draw came out, Brookfield East. I mean, we, I remember like we practiced. It's weird because like the team state, the team state like day is after school ends i think so that was like a weird thing because we were playing tennis after the school year ended which is kind of crazy so we were like practicing like even during like finals week and stuff and then yeah we ended up playing i mean this team that we played was so stacked like they had they had triplets right triplets on singles i mean they're like freshmen and they but they were just like crazy i played this guy at four singles that was just so good and I got, I got 6-0'd the first set, and the second set, I just wanted to get one game off of him. That's exactly how I was. I got 6-0'd, 6 0 the last time I played him, I'm pretty sure, and yeah, I ended up getting one, the, like, it was 5-0, and I ended up getting one game to make it 5-1, and I just, I was just shouting, like, yes, I mean, just to I mean, kind of get in his head, and then he ended up winning the next game, and he did it back to me, and I'm like, whatever. Dude, yeah, like, he, I don't think, I just don't let think, me have my just think, let me get a game. I think like, he
1: was more like he was just like, dude, why are you like young But he, he didn't understand yeah. that that meant a lot to yeah, you. Yeah, it was to, more just like I, I didn't. Really I was give up, you know? right. I think I think Caleb and I lost like either like two and zero or so. We did have, I don't think we got a game the second set, but like the first game I got, I got really like, yeah. pumped up because I was just like that's all I cared. about I mean, about. you're
0: representing all of Oshkosh yeah. you know and, and that's, that's why we it have felt, to we have to think for the
1: one you know like that's another reason why like. I love Neil so much because like and he, cause he, like, came up after he won his match, and he's just, like, he's, like, he had individual state the next week and everything, so he didn't have to go hard if he didn't want to. Like, he knew that we weren't going to win as a team. Yeah. So he But we he, kind of but he came up, and he, he played his heart out, and he's, like, I just wanted us to get one, t- you know, one win as a team. Like, and that's just, you know.
0: And, it, yeah, it wasn't an easy guy either. No, he's I'm sure the other one singles guy definitely went to the individual state, too. Yeah. So it was, like, oh definitely. Like, it was a think, close match I think all th- like, like you said yeah Neil could have just dropped the game you know but like yeah. it was
1: it was a lot more than that you know yeah. It was like it was for that team like yeah sure like obviously we had done all the hard work like we got there but you know winning you know we still want to represent and you know I remember the two doubles guys that we played they are like so you guys are in the section with Nina right and I'm like yeah and they're like hey good job well, like good for you guys and they're like yeah they always come through here and you know, cause those guys are there every year, but yeah. so, and they had probably been like those, those specific guys had probably, I didn't know anything. they told you, that's yeah, crazy. They're like they're like, it, I think it was just during like a random changeover, or even like before the match, like they knew, we knew like, yeah, these guys, like they're probably not going to beat us. Yeah. So, but they were just super chill and they're like, yeah, you guys, did you guys beat Nina to come here? We're like, yeah, we were so like, are just like, good for you guys. Yeah.
0: just, oh, that's awesome. So nice and, yeah. yeah. And to make it a little sweeter, sorry if any Nina people are listening, probably not, but it was the, like, head coaches, I think, oh, of Nina. Nice. This was, like, the cherry on top. This coach, like, really cool. Like, I never talked to him, but he's, like, a really respected coach. I mean, he's taken Nina teams to team state, like, you know. I, I think before that, they must have ran, like, 15 consecutive team state. Like, something nuts, you know, because Nina was just the team to beat. And, like... Yeah, this guy's been coaching for like fifty, 50 years, years for say. Nina, and like it was his last year—the year we ended up beating it, winning team. Sit, yeah, we, we kind that. of put him out yeah,
1: on was, that, which was just interesting to say the least. But you know, I mean, I I remember because I was working at the I was working at the Roxy, and he came in to eat. Oh and, really? That's and funny. and I said I knew him as soon as I saw him. Right. I wasn't yeah. gonna say anything because I and. I think I brought him his drink and he's like, you look really familiar. And I was like, I played tennis and he's like, Oh, that's where I've seen you yeah. before. He's like, he was, he like called out my last name too. He's like, are you, are you Ruchinski? Oh no, he didn't, he didn't do it. Cause Beth told him, cause he asked Beth, Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Beth is our old boss that we worked. Um, I work at, uh, or I worked at the, um, a restaurant back home in Oshkosh and Beth was our boss. Awesome boss. Yeah. Um, cool. and he asked Beth, he's like, hey, that, you know, the host looks really familiar and, and she's like and then she came up to me and goes what's your last name and i was like wrzinski and then later on he's like you're you're Raczynski, right and i thought i was like that's so cool they knew that but then yeah. turns out he was just asking my boss because he's like he looks familiar but but yeah i actually went over and talked to him and i was like i was like i didn't mean to like rub it in his face and i was like so like how's retirement stuff like that and he's you know, he's great and and then he's like I was like, I don't, he's, cause he's like, oh, what, you know, what year did you graduate? I was like, 2019, like that, my junior year, we went to Team State. I was like, D- was that your last year or did you coach one more year after that? He's like, nope, that was my last year. <laughs> and I just kind of like, I didn't <laughs> laugh at him, but I was just yeah. like, oh, man. Yeah. Like, that is just...
0: It reminded me recently of, I, I remembered this memory of this, like, coaches last year because, like, March Madness this year, Coach K, like, similar mm. thing with UNC, you know, and just like, Direct matchup. These teams have just been going at it for years. Cause that was such a great. Game. And that reminded me of like os and Nina, because like Coach K has been, you know, everyone knows Coach K, so well respected. And like, you know, Duke's usually got the got the lead over UNC a lot of the time. And I don't know, the UNC team kind of reminded me of our team in a way, where like Duke was kind of Nina and we were kind of UNC, and we, you know, we ended up coming through, putting the coach out to retirement, and like yeah. we moved on to the finals. You know, it was just it was it's sick
1: yeah but, speaking of March Madness I mean it was kind of a mess this year like I had no idea who I was gonna pick I think I did pick Gonzaga because all the experts were like it's Gonzaga this year I'm they like, always say that yeah. I know I, I don't <laughs> know why I believe it every time but I mean I don't know did you you and Riley didn't talk about the tradition did you no we didn't oh man that's awesome yeah so I don't know if Riley Jeremy and I have been like friends for like we all went to elementary school together. Yeah, we've just been, and Riley lives like I could walk to his house in like a minute. Yeah, I could even, walk. To, I even could i him like a mile away, yeah, from I could you guys, walk. I yeah. Could, yeah, I could walk to your house in like probably five minutes, ten yeah. minutes. And so, like, we've just grown up together. And I think was it started? It started in sixth grade because did we determine that it was nine or ten years?
0: I think this was technically the tenth year if you count COVID. In, yeah, 2020. Because COVID, so, oh, they didn't have a tournament, so
1: it must have started around like sixth or fifth. I think
0: grade. it was seventh. I want to say 9, 10, 11, 12, freshman, sophomore. Maybe not, though. I, I don't, I don't know.
1: know. Six. It started in middle school. Yeah. And I, I like asked my parents, I was like, hey, is it okay if Jeremy and Riley come over after school and we're going to fill a March Madness practice? And they were like, yeah, of course. And then every year after that, like a couple of days before the tournament starts, Riley and Jeremy and I, we all either get on a phone call, or we, if we can, we'll get in person and we'll fill out these brackets and we just catch up. And that's just one of those things we just keep doing. It. It's such ten, a cool ten tradition. years. I love traditions like yeah, that. Yeah. Ten years in a row, and like even throughout college, like they went to Madison, I went to Milwaukee. Like we still, we still were like, no, we're, we're getting on the phone. We're doing this, yeah. and even though the connection's always bad when I do it, but <laughs> that's how it goes. Man. So
0: yeah, I think next year our, our spring breaks like match up in a way that i think we're all gonna we're all gonna be home when the bracket drops next year so i think we'll all be in person which we haven't been in like four years so that yeah, that'll I mean, be exciting
1: just with, you know because i'll be done
0: yeah yeah for you it'll be easy i think we're on spring break when it drops so it'll be yeah. perfect
1: yeah but i might be working or whatever but we'll yeah. figure out like we can do the phone call and stuff so yeah so but yeah yeah cool times yeah, crazy stuff yeah
0: I don't know, I guess, was there anything else you want to talk about? I know we've been going for yeah, a mean, decent
1: chunk of time here. I mean, I talked a lot about what I'm, I'm doing. Do you have anything going on with you that you want to talk about? I mean, I know you talk about it every week. Yeah, stuff, not
0: too much. So. Just, just working on, like, a new lab job, and mm. I'm loving it, you know. This this job is really, like, confirmed to me what I want to do, I guess. So. No, this is, like, my first full-time, like, research job, and, like, you know, i yeah. I, I love it it's just it's so challenging I just love like a good challenge and research is just so challenging and that's why I like really enjoy it and like you know people always say the lab like sucks you don't want to be in the lab and it's just like that's not how I feel at all I'm just like a lab rat at heart I love just like mixing stuff weighing yeah. up stuff in the lab it's just I don't know it makes yeah, you yeah. feel like a scientist it's yeah. just but I yeah, know, that's really like the feeling it really makes you
1: yeah and stuff and you don't, don't, don't yuck your you know don't let people yuck your job man. yeah exactly I don't I don't care if you
0: don't like it it's fine yeah. it's not for everyone yeah. it's not for many people I will yeah. say you know it's it's hard work but it's super rewarding similar to your position you yeah know? so which is really what matters but yeah other than that I mean haven't been up to too much just summer finally just seemed to like hit for me like I've been out of school for two weeks but like I've been doing stuff I went to like West Virginia for my lab we were like collecting Close. soil oh really Why, yeah when was that it was last week yeah i didn't even tell you about no, that but that's awesome yeah i went to west virginia for like four days and never been that was like super cool you know you it's get, a cool area appalachians country. in yeah. the background like it was just yeah you know you, i love like hiking and stuff so it was, mm. i was like like in a way it felt like i was getting paid to hike and just yeah. hang out with like these grad students that are just super cool so Really smart, I bet. Oh yeah, really smart. Yeah, so it's been a cool experience. Um, but yeah, I've just been so busy. I got home back from that trip like this past Wednesday, or maybe no, it was two weeks ago Wednesday, and then I like went home that weekend. So like again, you know, I'm seeing all these people catching up. Like I'm just so busy, 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 and I've always seen summer as like a time to just like relax. Mm-hmm. and I diff I like didn't really get that even this past week like. I've just been doing stuff. But this, like, Friday, before I came down to Milwaukee this weekend, I, like, Alex went out. Like, Alex, my roommate. And then Ike ended up, like, going to bed a little earlier. So, like, I ended up just, like, skating with a good friend. And then just hanging out and just relaxing. And we went to, like, Broadfest that night. It's, like, a little festival they have in mm-hmm. Madison where they bring, like, live music. It's free entry. and It's just, like, you, they just sell a bunch of brats. like, yeah. the most scotty thing ever, yeah. but... You know, it you know, it's good weather for a change. This past week it's been yeah. raining, raining. I was just so like just didn't feel like summer at all, you know, it sucked. But I hit that festival with me and Alex like and I like one we, we went in the mini Cooper windows down, I was like, This is summer. You know, I finally it finally hit and I'm just like I finally just feel so excited, you yeah. know, knowing that like could just take a break for cl- from classes and just mm-hmm. you know work and not have to like think a lot, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Which is which
1: is awesome. Especially it's when fun. like you're you're doing something that you really like too. It's like, yeah, it's nice this, to have that break. Not, top, yeah, know? it's not it's nice to have that break. I look before, forward so. to my yeah. job. Yeah, you know yeah. it's not you know it's not it's like not it's something like get like this ready, break, but then I have to go back. Like yeah, you know? I've had jobs like that where it's just like I never want to go back there. Like <sighs> Festi, yeah, like
0: Festi. Me and Danny worked at Festival. What I, I like, worked a year. I worked a year, year, year too. Yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, it was maybe a little. Over we it. submitted a kind of a scum thing to do, but yeah, we. Like, I don't really want to get. <laughs> yeah, we don't. We don't have to say it, but we 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 like quit at the same time and uh like the same week and stuff, and like we, we we're just fed up. We we're so done. They just treat the workers like crap there, and just low weight. I was making minimum wage as a beggar. It was it was terrible. But,
1: yeah, it's like they were able to authorize a raise of like twenty four cents an hour. It's like. And then like I was and within like six months at the restaurant they had raised it to like eight fifty. Yeah,
0: and then yeah. And with me and Danny went to the Roxy after and never like, looked back. Yeah, that a, was a much that's, better It's one of
1: those jobs where it's like I didn't know if I was gonna like restaurant work, but I knew I wanted to make a change and I'm so happy I did. Yeah. I, I mean I, if I didn't graduate, I would be back there probably working. Yeah. Because I just, I, the work is so rewarding. Like, it's so stressful. And
0: again, yeah, you're working directly with the community. And yeah. It's and cool. it's,
1: you know, people are drunk and mad that they're taking forever to get seated and stuff. But just rewarding. And just the people that you met, like Beth, you know, all the waitresses, like, just, I don't know. That's one of those things that uh, I'll, that's another one of those things I'll remember forever. And I'm so happy I did. And I, don't know why I ever thought that restaurant work was going to be so, like, difficult. Like, it was difficult. But, yeah. like, I it didn't anticipate myself liking out. it so much. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. But, but, yeah. Yeah, I guess I got nothing else for you. I guess
0: we can wrap up. Yeah. Uh, it was great having you on. I did yeah. announce... What I guess I forgot to announce anything, but episode 16 Flying Intuition. I, you know, we had Danny Ruchinski on, obviously, by the title. Um, hope you guys all enjoy it. it yeah,
1: I appreciate you having me on, man. This was, of course, of fun. dude. I, I'm happy you came down too because it's been so long since we've had like a like it had to be in Thanksgiving when I was, yeah, barely. dude. I haven't
0: been down to Milwaukee to visit yeah. you guys in a while, so. yeah. And, like, just what we did was a lot of fun, too. Yeah, like, it's you know, always we just we a went great to the time,
1: beach and then we had. You know a bunch of people over to just grill out and yeah then, and then we went out to bars and just had a great time so yeah i'm very happy you came because it's been so long so yeah yeah it was, it was good times
0: but yeah what i guess what were your general thoughts did you like it
1: like uh the episode yeah yeah it was awesome i mean it doesn't really feel like it, it like you said like it's just a conversation like you don't really even think about the fact that like you're being recorded sometimes yeah so yeah, no, I've, I'd definitely come on again if you'd have me. For sure, yeah. I'd like to come I'm on. I'm trying like, to get to at least
0: 100, so. Oh yeah,
1: I'll try and I'd like to come back on like if you know career things go well for me and I'm and I've been an officer for a little yeah, bit yeah, like, like a year from now, yeah, or so, just to thinking. see where you're at, yeah. yeah, and just all my experiences, like I'm just so excited. Like that's another thing, like that I really like. Everybody loves a good cop story, like yeah, like, like you'll, do, got, you'll definitely have some. Like oh absolutely, so like I'll be <laughs> on for one day and I'll be able, and you're gonna and like. I just want people to be like, oh, like what's, you know, what's going on? Have you yeah. seen anything cool? Like, and then I can be like, yeah, not really, but like, it's just the stuff that I do is like they think it's really cool. Yeah, so, I know. So, so I yeah. Do, yeah, so yeah, ideally, I really want to like come back on and like give some great stories and insight into you know what it's actually like to be, but you know, obviously, I have a, lo- a lot of work to you know to do before I get there. So yeah, you'll get there. You'll yeah, probably. it's. had a long road ahead. I mean, still got the academy and stuff too. So I'm not really done with school yet, but least you're and the non non-relevant stuff i'm done with so yeah. but yeah no it was great i, I really appreciate you having me on for sure
0: well wind it with the, the signature death <laughs> up <laughs> right next to the mic <laughs> all right <laughs> thanks guys